Welcome, everyone. Uh, we are here today for the first ever episode of uh, Game Day Models here at DFI 46. Uh, my name is Chris Woods. For those of you who might not know me, my co host, the uh, famous Smash. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, we have with us our first guest for the, uh, for the episode today, Mike McGettigan of McGettigan Consulting. Hey, you Mike. Good afternoon, Chris. So, I've got this, this funny thing since I've come working for the company now. We are my company, Jordan Rumheller. Spent the first couple of years going to these conferences. And everyone will be like, where's Joe? He used to work with Nicole. And over time, we've kind of wound down. And, and now it's kind of evolved into, oh, Chris, you're here. I used to work with Chris Blank, my friend Mike, right? About a long time ago. So, Mike, why don't we start? Tell us, tell us a little bit about your company, your background. Ah, I could. We don't have that much time. <laughs> but no, uh, we have a complete slide this morning about it. Actually, yes. yeah, you put yeah. like all the companies. We, but yeah, we, go ahead. Go we ahead. have it there. That's right. Yeah, Chris some people didn't show up. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people uh, are catching up a little late on on what happened this morning. But that's all right. So, but, but, but he knows. He, he yeah. knows the story. So I, I'm I'm originally from Philadelphia. Graduated from Drexel '95 with my bachelor's, '97 with my master's. Worked for Tensar, worked for Langan in several offices, then went to D.C., worked with the Eddie Group for a couple of years, came back out to Vegas, been out in Vegas for the last 16 years, um, working for uh, Langan, Terracon, and then I've been on my own for the last six and a half years, and it's just great. It's just awesome. Do you have to spend your own time sheets to yourself? No. In <laughs> fact, In fact, someone did approach me less than a year after I started my own firm and they said, Hey, would you want to come work for us? We know you're having a great time. Would you want to come work for us? And I'm like, do I have to do a timesheet? They're like, yes, you have to do a timesheet. And I'm like 300 grand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minimum. That's like base to do a timesheet. So no, I don't do timesheets. <laughs> you, you may be liberated someday from that. I mean, I know not yet. Not yet. I still, I still do that. I still do that. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I guess Mike, let's start talking about the, the keynote lecture that you have this morning. I, I was very very impressed and i mean as you saw it with the questions yep. that i did but you just tell us a little bit how how this happened how you know you were contacted i mean obviously you know you opened the conference today so it's a, yep. it's, a, it's a big responsibility how that happened how that came about um but you just have friends i, I it, it seems <laughs> i it seems i have friends in just the right places um well we're opening the podcast with you so definitely have friends in high places absolutely yeah yeah it's uh that, that's what 20 plus years in the industry will do provided you do good work right yes and so i think i like to think i've done good work and and that transferred and so when uh tim is our conference chairman was setting it up and he reached out to all of his people like hey who would be a great keynote speaker to talk about vegas and what's yeah. going on in vegas and all the Keller people all went McGettigan. And it was just like, and so well, I called them all up and I'm like, did you, did you really? And they're like, oh yeah, it was like universal. Like all the emails came back in the company on the West coast saying, nope, Mike's the guy. So that that's it. Keller likes me. <laughs> it, it was a great presentation. I have to say, I, I think you definitely brought the the flavor of the opening keynote lecture on DFI events, which is somebody that knows the area, the geology, the foundations. Uh, and it goes into the technical part, but it goes beyond that because 
you know, for, for many of us that are not from here, it's nice to come see these buildings and then you kind of give us the explanation of saying, well, when this started, uh, I don't know, let's say in the 50s, 70s, the spread footings were used, right? And this was the technique and you even went and said, half KSF was a typical value. And then you kind of show the evolution of different systems. Uh, so it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I remember very clear, like Chicago was very similar. Um, and yeah, like every city that we tend to go, like New Orleans, eh, National Harbor last year was kind of similar in, in that sense. So yeah, I think you did a really good job on, on, on that. And I hear oh, the questions you. were really good too. And you know, kind of replied to that, so. Yep, the questions were good. Um, it was actually interesting. One of the um, gentlemen who formerly worked at Anderson Drilling, who did the foundations at Trump, uh, was taught. We were talking about it, and he's like, "Yes." After Mandalay Bay, he's like, "The market just switched here," and he goes, "And we were just making money like no one's business because." <laughs> No one really knew what had happened at Mandalay Bay. Everyone knew that there was just a problem and the owners didn't want to be in the papers. Yeah. So, and geotechnically, OSEL hadn't started doing a lot of load tests that like yet, right? They like they just started like right at 2000, I think, is when OSEL okay. became really popular. Yeah, yeah. And so we were behind the curve a little bit because we were doing massive buildings, right? And massive towers, and they're all on deep foundations. And so, like, he's like, yeah, from the contractor side, we were making hand over fist money for a while until everyone kind of got it figured out. But even then, you, you look at some of the designs today, and it's, it's like some people are still doing their first job with the five or 0.5 KSF skin friction. Yeah. It's just like, what? It's insane, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Now, what, one part that really captivated me from what you were saying is, like, the evolution of different systems. And, and I think you kind of focus on the CFAs as you know, having like a market here that develop little by little. Uh, yep. I mean, do you see any other technology? I mean, and you kind of talk a little bit about this, but do you see any other technology that may have like a future here? I mean, you, 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 you touch a little bit into the ground improvement that basically saying, well, it's like a micropile that just without the bar, right? But I mean, do you- Well, micropile that's not attached to the map. That is not attached, exactly. But right. yeah, but I mean, obviously there is other ways of, of, of ground improvement with, you know, like ram aggregate piers and, and, and concrete and all that. But do you see any other technology that may be coming to the area that could revolutionize a little bit? Or you think that that's it? Like everything seems to be working. Why mess up with that? Well, okay. You bring up a good point. Uh, when we had the CFAs, so the one thing I didn't state, the CFAs at Allegiant Stadium were pre-drilled, even though they likely didn't need to pre-drill them. Yeah, yeah. And I have no idea why they pre-drilled at Allegiant Stadium. I didn't say that during the presentation. Oh, no, no. You say it for the, for the Trump Tower, right? No, no, no. At Wynn. When they were pre-drilled. In 2003, the CFAs were pre-drilled at Wynn. Okay. Then, uh, but they, and here's the funny, so here's the funny twist to that story. They pre-drilled at Allegiant Stadium, which has softer caliche, when they moved up to the Sphere, which has harder caliche, they didn't pre-drill. <laughs> it, 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 yeah I, I sometimes you can't get your head head around why either contractors or engineers do what they do sometimes um do i see anything else coming well you never know like i'm really it, it, every site is dependent right and so if, if as long as the cliche isn't because even where the, the sphere is the cliche is in that eight thousand psi strength range for uncompressive strength and so they can work there but there's sites where you really get super, super hard. And just 
why like yeah. there, there's there, there seems to be little benefit to it um what i do like with the cfas and the technology and them now is really i don't even need to inspect the shaft like you can just you can just watch get the readout after it's done at the end of the day and say okay well here was this crowd pressure going down so okay it got hard here hard here hard here yeah that's where we expected all the hard spots and then here was his grout rate coming back in here's withdrawal rate okay he didn't withdraw more than he pumped so we have a we have a clean cfa so it's mm -hmm. great like so that it makes the inspection it makes checking the inspection work easy uh and that's what i love and you just don't have that in a drilled shaft so i'm kind of biased to the cfa right now <laughs> so shift gears here like I mentioned, you and I go back 20 years. We both cut our teeth with the same company, starting out as field engineers. Best way to different, learn. We've taken different career paths. Yeah, Wait a minute. You, you guys started around the same time? No way. He was a yeah. couple years ahead of me, but yeah. we're Only a year. You are very well kept, man, friend. You look very young. Yeah, no, I don't. Not have, saying that you're old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, that that was saying right that I'm old. Well, yeah, I mean it's and and that's you are experienced. These guys like 25, right? I mean, well, he acts just like the it. way he is. Yeah, no, um, I, I took the extended route through school. Um, Chris was very studious. In fact, in fact, you should have seen the resume they got for this guy at Langen with the GPA he had. It was just amazing. <laughs> until they realized they switched them up but that's a whole nother story <laughs> we may have time for that but we may have time we may need to ask jessica yes we need the white cloud or something but hey white cloud is not sponsoring this so we need so that, to stay away from that so that's why Glacier i was only water. a year ahead of chris at being at langen um because i i went down to atlanta for a year to work at tensar and i was also a couple years late yeah. coming out of school age-wise which helped again i think that helped me a little bit because I was a little immature in school. Um, and, but that's why we're close in experience. Right. Okay, okay, so okay. My, my question is, you've taken these, you know, you've taken these different directions. You're still on the consultant side. Unfortunately. Sorry. I'm now on the contractor side. But, you know, you had to just kind of, starting your own firm no. so you had to sum up in a couple of points like, what, what happened in the you know six six and a half years like you said of your own firm I mean, what's been your biggest challenges in starting your own firm zero zero challenges wow. in, in all honesty I have and had and have such an excellent network all around okay. me yep. that I had people that I had met way outside of industry that when I first started my was getting ready to first start my business, they were like, hey, we'll help you through the whole um, LLC process. We'll help okay. you through the whole registration process. So like that, the business brain damage of starting it up. But then also the client base. But the client base, uh, thank you, Langen, and thank you, Terracon, for 10 years in town of paying me to do all the business development. For paying me to do all, for, yeah, for paying me to do my own business development such that I had the network here. But 
I also delivered on the projects, right? right. Like yeah, if I, yeah. you can have a great network. Yeah, yeah. But and if you don't do good work, you're gonna collapse. People yeah. aren't gonna come to you. People are gonna know. Yeah. And and right. so when so he, here's the the one of the two stories of when I was considering going out. And I had gone to um, meet with a client at Trump Tower. And I was like, hey, man, he's like, you're thinking of going out on your own. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, are you going to come with me if I go out on my own? And he's like, I'll go with you anywhere. And this was the guy who ran West Coast for Pro Lodges. And so he's like, and I had a number of conversations that were exactly like that. Like, hey, do you work with me because of me? Or do you work with me because of the firm I'm at? And they're like, well, we followed you from Langan to Terracon. So we'll follow you wherever yeah, you go, yeah. man. And it was like, all right. And, and the funny thing is, there's out of those five people, I really haven't done work for three of them in the last two years now. But, but work evolves and I, I have a whole, whole other set of clients now that are all. So, but that's, it's been so much fun. It's, so I mean, maybe I use the wrong word, challenge, but like, that would, it sounds like that would be your biggest piece of advice you know, that, that, or that, what's been, that led to your success is that you didn't just kind of take a blind leap, right? That you had kind of this infrastructure. Like a, yeah, like a support, like a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have you have to be smart. You have to be an engineer about it, right? right. So use our strengths. What we, we analyze data or we collect data. Yeah. We analyze data and then we make a decision. And so, how it actually started, and this is another fun story. There's a civil engineer out here who wanted to hire me because she knew Langan's model, civil, geotech, environmental. Yeah. She's like, why don't you join up with me and we'll be like and I think it was a positioning to actually get bought out, but that's a whole right. other story. That's, that's only hypothesis. And so we went through the whole negotiation. I'm like, well, here's, here's my number. And she's like, well, that doesn't make sense from the numbers you've been given. And I'm like, well, let me do my research. And being that I had access to everything I did at Terracon for five years, I culled out all the other work that wasn't mine. I just looked at my work over five years. And so that was 2010 to 2015. And so we divide by five and I'm like, Ooh, like, yeah, obviously I, I'm not an entrepreneur. I can't do this. And then I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. 10 and 11 were the two worst years ever in Vegas. Right. Let's call out 10, call out 11. Let's look at 12, 13, 14, divide by three, divide by three. Uh, I'm going out on my own. Right. Like, and, and the wife was nervous and I'm like, the numbers, like three years track record. The, and and I have even more people that want to work with me when I go out on my own. So we did. And so, yeah, it was just simple math, man, is just engineered my way into it. <laughs> awesome. That's an awesome story. Excellent. Well, look, we appreciate you taking time to join us today. Yeah, no, and, and everything you're doing on the conference, obviously, I mean, being on the no, organizing no, part you. and opening with the keynote lecture, which, I, I, again, I, I think you did a really good job and it was a yeah. pleasure to listen well, to thank you. You can look at it later and let me know what you think. I expect a full critique. Yes, correct. <laughs> I, I, my apologies for my tardiness today. No, you don't, you don't need to apologize for that ever. We, if it was something else, I would have busted your chops. But you, yeah. you're fully excused. Fully excused. It's good to see you, man. Yeah. Nice seeing you again, Thanks Chris. for stopping by. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you.
All I right. hope we, ha All we can right. have a few drinks tonight around the, the conference. So. Yes. That's it. We'll be here. Yeah. And we'll be here all night transmitting and drinking. Go Syracuse, I guess. Go Syracuse? Yeah, go Syracuse. Hold on, on Purdue. Let me show you this picture real quick before I before I go. It's not that far. Whoop. Uh, come on. Was it that one? One more. How many pictures you have there, man? Ah, oh, it wasn't in focus. Basically, that was Purdue, but. On a Vegas plate. There you go. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's I all see blurry. The, I see Vegas night, yeah. Ah, all right. Well, thanks for mind. stopping by, man. Thanks, man. Awesome. See you guys. We'll see you. All right. So I guess we are ready for our next. Uh, the only problem is that he see Andrew seems to stop and talk to Mike. So. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Are we okay with mics? Yeah. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we're not having a mic problem. Here. No, I. I yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you're having a mic problem. I'm sorry. On on. But I, maybe we can share this one. Jessica, do we, do, we, do we want to share mine? Say we try and plug, unplug. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If, if we put it right here. Okay. Yeah. We have a seat for you, my friend. Yes. It's, it's, it's a lot of big pressure. You're an internet sensation. You're about That's right. My, my daughter has something like 25,000 followers on TikTok. So. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought this was something that you wrote for us, like some kind should of gift. Should we turn mine off? It's my sheet music. So, yeah. Just use this one between us? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. What are, we, what are we singing? All right, so test again. All right, can you hear me there? I can hear you. All okay, right. How about me? Is that good? Uh, if you cannot hear me, here's the problem in that yeah, case. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting right here. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, okay. then we're good. Can you hear me as well? Good. Unless you can hear me. Jessica. Jessica. I don't know if we can, if we really want to hear you. No, probably uh, not. <laughs> you, you asked me here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 
So someone had the bright idea to stick a couple mics in front of in front of me and have it. So yes. you're at it, boys. There you go. Yeah, you could talk all day. Yes. Which we could, which is probably why the two of us are sitting here. Yes. yes. I hear you. But it was problems with our contract. And we decided to go for two hours, payment-wise. So, are we good? Can you hear Andrew? We're good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Excellent. So I guess let's let's continue. Uh, so yeah, we have our next guest, Andrew. Andrew. So That's yeah. Me. So how are you doing, then? I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> You're tired? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. So. I think you invited me here to talk about the 5K run. Well, we invited you here because you're a great guy and we want oh, to spend time with you. But yeah, if we have to talk Family about will something. Get you know, yeah, well, I'll buy your tricks. We can start there and see but, where but, it goes. But, but let's start more from, from your background. I mean, I think I, I have known you now for, I don't know, maybe three seven. No, you have known me for three years, but I have known you for okay. <laughs> I think I met you in Pittsburgh in 2013 oh, when that's... we were at DFI. Uh, Super no. no, no, it was S3. Like the you know like the conference for life yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I think that's when I when I met when you, you went to the Panthers game yes or? exactly okay well oh, the, yeah. yeah pirates not pirates, pirates, but, pirates, oh, pirates it's fine pirates, it's fine pirates. I'll give you so we could have been talking about the Panthers right? it could be it could have been yeah. so, I mean, yeah. you know? yes so but yeah let's just start from I mean obviously I, I feel an accent you know and, uh, so what are you reading I'll take that as a compliment coming from you I know I know. <laughs> It's not as exciting as mine, but that's fine. He's the one with an accent. Good thing Exactly. So you want my background? Yes, let's okay. go for everything. So I uh, graduated uh, in 1993 uh, from the University of London uh, with a civil engineering degree. And I then started my career in France uh, for the Reinforced Earth Company. So designing uh, retaining walls and bridge abutments and all that good stuff. I uh, did that for about five years and moved into geotechnical consultancy to do something a bit more broad and then I gradually worked my way up to be a geotech design uh, geotech department manager uh, for a British firm uh, working mainly on the railways okay in England so I did a lot of um, uh, lot of you guys have to look at the camera oh I have to look at the camera <laughs> I, I did a lot of uh, drilling boreholes on Saturday nights uh, on British on the network network rail, as it was called. It used to be oh. British rail, and it changed when it semi-privatized. Uh, so that was very interesting. All sorts of, you know, just some of it was just drilling, some of it was designing retaining walls, uh, uh, and, and failing tunnels. This, late 90s, this was early 2000s. 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, they don't like when you, they, they don't ever want you to do any drilling or anything during the day when it comes to the rail tunnel. You can't stop oh, okay. the, Yeah, the, so the we, rail, we had yeah. possession of the line from, Typically on a Saturday night from midnight to, to 6, 7 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice and cold in the rain. And then you get a tunnel job and you think, cool, at least we won't get rained on. But then you get the wind effect <laughs> through the tunnel. So it's like 32 below and you're drilling holes in the tunnel. And then you hit artesian water and you don't have your packer with you. And, right. And the line is reopening in two hours. So you... <laughs> Right, you got water. You learn, you learn pretty yeah. quick to be resourceful in those cases. Yes. Right. Uh, so that was early 2000s, I guess until 2009. Uh, I moved to the US. So yeah. why you moved here? Oh, that's a trick. That's a that's a person. The culture, the my ex-wife. Ah, cool. Okay, <laughs> okay. I like the first one, well, not the first one. So, the, anyway. so I moved to the US uh, in 2009, following my my, my first wife, and uh, then the economy in the US wasn't doing too good. Okay. So I, I struggled a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, that, that's to, probably a hard That was a hard time to move here. Everybody yeah. would, I'd, I'd get interviews 
right? <laughs> There's sometimes clients aren't familiar with the dynamic compaction process. And no, you've got to come explain this. You, so I'm hoping that maybe some of the meetings where I would fly somewhere yeah, you can to do go it to a one-hour yeah. meeting to then fly home the same day. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be some of the positive. Yes. No, you know. I, I mean, I truly believe in, in human interaction. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so, so good they, to they, be they, back they in like, person so and like, sit next to Sebastian. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. For 10 years <laughs> yes, but he didn't know. Like, I only knew that you were my best friend, but yeah. he didn't know. Well, he's probably going to, like, have like put two and two together now some of those like anonymous like letters yes like, letters exactly exactly yeah, I get it. so i mean and then so tying into today's topic yes right? yes so yeah, i was i was, I was chair of the, the driven password meeting for a while but then when i switched from Godot to telecon it really didn't make sense to be the chair of the driven. i didn't really have uh, a, yeah. an interest in driven files so much yeah. and i thought I thought that the committee could be better served by someone who was actually in that industry. That yeah, sure. No, no, that's, that's so, a good point. But yeah. I wanted to stay involved with DFI. And luckily at that point, there was a position on the board of the DFI Educational Trust. Ah, so okay. I applied for that and got, got elected. So I was very happy because, you know, so the, the Educational Trust, or I like to call it the Scholarship Trust because I think our listeners right. yeah, will yeah, understand yeah. better what well, yeah, the Scholarship Trust like, is. We basically, class. we yeah. raise money. You keep all that money in a bank and the interest that that money generates, so it's not in a bank, it's invested very, yes. right. by very smart people who've done a fantastic job over the years. And I'm not going to give numbers. But I know have, the numbers, actually. I mean, I'm not giving them, but what... what we, we have several million dollars sitting in... I would not go several, but I would say a few. We yeah. have a few million dollars. Yes, but it is... Well, more, more than one could be I several, mean, right? No, but yeah. to, to be fair, more like, than two. I, I got my go. education of all these last year when we were in La Jolla. It was the first time that I attended a, like the trust fund. The one. And, you know, I, I really saw the model and, and it's great. I mean, what DFI has done on, you know, with the time, which is uh, get all this money and put it on investment that is basically generate so you know, I mean, all the money go to talk, no, so, talk about that for a minute though. That, that scholarship fund, where's that money going? So there's, there's a lot of students. A lot of students. And again, you should read the thing that comes with the thing. They send it next to the I magazine. It's for, it's for the list. I did manage to convince Terracon to make a one-off $50,000 contribution. Great. So this 50000 and the way I convinced them was this $50,000 is going to get distributed every year. So roughly the, the growth of the fund is, has been historically around 7 to 10%. Right. So if you take $50,000, 5% of that is $2,500. Right. So every year, Terracon is giving a $2,000. Sure. There's fees involved with managing yeah, all that money. Without the $50,000, as long as we make more than 5% every year, we give $2,000 out in scholarship every year. Which is pretty good. It's not $50,000. You know, no, no, that's we'll be done in 25 years. It keeps growing. That number keeps growing. And so, for example, this year, there's there's five, uh, This it's not through the Terracon scholarship, it's through one of the other scholarships. There's five uh, young students who are attending the conference. They got a $1,750 grant to come. To be able to be. Yeah, registration yeah. is free. Uh, but the 1750 covers their airfare, their hotel, and their Correct. food, and all of that. So no, I mean, I, I guess more. We need we need more people in the industry. No, yeah, it, it is. I, I do think back to being a, a younger engineer. 
maybe getting approval to go to these things, it was always tough because it's more the, the middle upper management folks yes, that have right. been, they're trying to build their relationships or expand relationships and, and taking field engineers out of the field, right, is, is a staffing problem. I probably didn't yeah. attend my first conference yeah. until I was 40, 42, 43, something right. like that. Which yeah. is really the opposite. You want to get the young engineers yes, to, uh, to, to, to learn from, to learn from that, yeah. not just from their mentor in their office. They want to right. see what, what's happening throughout and the industry. Contacts, and, you know, like, and, yeah. meet other people. And, and make lifelong friends. Yes, and drink at the bar and, 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 and run. And run. Let, let's go <laughs> so, into the running part. Yeah. So, the running, uh, I, so yeah, I used to come to this conference out. just to you know network, see great presentations, drink at the bar. So, and it was nice. And then this guy put me to run now. So we have to wake five up years ago run. now. So good I, thing you skipped I, that I, part. I, I copied it from another from another organization. Uh, so yeah, where, where do you got the inspiration? I, I, SAME was the first place. That ah, I started it. okay. Then you started I, so I ran a few years ago. It was 2013. SAME had the, the annual conference at Jetsi in San Diego. So I was already in my mid-40s and I run my first official 5k in san diego was nice and nice. flat yeah but, but it was same so i was competing against like um navy cadets yeah <laughs> the guy was the guy was back sitting down having his post run drink i wasn't halfway yeah right right but, but i think we need but, to cover some but he just put on his tie probably doesn't even need a shower right you know exactly. like yeah I got exactly. it. he didn't break a sweat no, 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 no. I, I barely finished the race <laughs> Anyway, it, it inspired me. And when I joined the Education Trust Fund, I thought, well, that's a great way to raise money. Yes. Sure. So five years ago in New Orleans, we did the first one and it was a success. This year was a record uh, fundraising. We, because we of my time. Basically, <laughs> no, a record. On the longest. On the, much, on the longest. How much money we raised. <laughs> oh, okay. So okay. We, we raised just under $20,000 from the race this oh, Which is, is, is great. It's amazing because, I mean, that, this is an activity that we didn't have before, right? And then you come with the idea, and I mean, jokes apart, you are giving the FI $20,000 that can be invested in education, yep. the education fund and scholarship. So yep. I think it's, I mean, we joke about it, but I think it's a great It's also a great fund. Yeah. It's a fun event. It I mean, it's not yeah. a race. Yeah. It's, it's a, not a race. It's a fun run. It's, it's, a, it's a survival, I, I survival I don't know, you beat me, but yeah, it's, it's I would say that it's also fun because some people clearly in the industry are really into running. And, yeah. and for them, it's a cool way to do it. Uh, some of us have previous running experience, but we're not as crazy as we were when we were younger. So we still have an opportunity to, you know, 5K is not that long. And, and there is people that just want to walk and, and it's a good way to explore the city too. I mean, I hear it from many people that, that walk this morning and say they love it because it, it was a way to walk around the street without all the tourists and, and people, right? And see a lot of things that you and, will not see at all. Yeah, there's... What, we're at 900 attendees at the conference. Yeah, I think yeah. Was, we had about yeah. 60 people on the run. Those are maybe, you know, some of those you would not have met. I, I hear we were like 100 people registered, but not everyone showed up. Yeah, yes. that's, that goes in that there. Sounds about but that's fine, they pay. As long as they pay, yeah, they can Exactly. And you get a cool shirt with all the I love the shirt. I love the shirt. Yeah, with all the This year we went all out on the shirt. Next year will be a little easier. Well, I hear the conference next year is going to be epic. I hear some great people are involved. Yes. The, the, the technical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, stuff, yeah. the good news yeah. as far as the 5K run is, though, next year will be flat. 
Yes. Whereas today we had to go over the bridges to get over the street. It's on there, like the trailer is next There's to the There's a trail right? in front of the hotel, okay. along the river there. Yeah. I can't pronounce and there, that. Really. There is, oh, there'll also probably Potomac, be a bunch. Potomac? Potomac. Yeah. Potomac. Potomac. In Espanol, it's Potomac. Potomac. There's also going to be a much higher, probably, Price? turnout. Well, ah, no, okay. it's hard out, right? Because it's, it's not Vegas, right? Yes. So that's probably yeah. I mean, and I, and hopefully the world obviously will go into a, into a place that a lot of companies are going to allow everyone and, to go. Absolutely. And, and yeah. I think every year we're going to get, because people are talking about it more. Yes, so we'll absolutely. Get more, more attendees so no it was a fun event this morning and my legs are tired that's mainly from the stairs so not from well not right, I mean, to be stairs. honest you, you were doing out a lot of coordination even since before like i just show up and run but you know you were it's it's now, all good fun and how was it. the part that you got the you got like a las vegas running club involved right which was very helpful this morning because yeah. they were kind of the pacemakers oh, yeah, well, that's all credit to angie uh, DFI okay. staff. Oh, she was the well. Angie's fantastic. Of that. She's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, with, with she organized the shirts as well, and she got, oh, us, right, a, okay. she got us a great deal on the shirts. The quality is pretty good. These yeah. guys are well it, it's, 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 it's almost like yeah. this podcast. It's it's so good that it's almost legit. The shirts are the same. They actually right. look like they are right. Almost yeah. legit. You know. So yeah. maybe next year if we get to you know the, the almost legit. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So, so who's next to be interviewed? I, I think Loki's next, Ooh. but she seems to be in a conversation. Uh -oh. oh no, Armin was. Well, uh, I mean, Lucky, are we bothering you over there? She's not even paying attention. Lucky, Lucky, you're next. Hey. Lucky, we are not so lucky. She's not. She's not Lucky, Lucky. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, thank you very much okay. for stopping no, by. Thanks for inviting me. Good to see you, my best friend. Excellent, yes. excellent <laughs> job with uh, putting the five k. Yes. No, Appreciate thanks. you joining us, man. Thank you, and, and good luck okay. with that. Don't worry. The, tonight we'll bring some some. I need to hydrate. Gin and tonics, and then your legs are gonna Stay go hydrated. back. We we will do another five k right. tonight. That's right. Now here here's the key. When Lucky sits down, like you can't make eye. We're not allowed to make eye contact with her. We are. <laughs> We are almost legit, like we are yes. imposter podcasts yes. compared to what Lucky and Tim are doing. Yes, correct. Right, so we came We're like a down version. She's, she's up here, and then we're just kind of- We just of, got a couple of shirts in. You know? Yes. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. <laughs> no way. Chris Woods and Sebastian are the two best minds that we have for the podcast. The ideas that roll, okay. roll out. That is tough. The but ideas that I'll roll out. And Chris Woods, well- I know what I want to say here. Maybe we should say this. You know, you and Tim are amazing in terms of like thinking about 20 years ago, 10 years ago. What movie did you watch? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. You know? but, but let's go back to the beginning. Let's go to kind of explain who we are and, and why are we here. So for everyone that is watching, the, the podcast really started with Loki and Tim, right? Uh, we have the first season and now Chris and I are trying to do this, you know, trying to keep the level, but but, you know, just tell us a little bit about how the podcast started. Well, let's before that, just tell us a little bit about yourself and then we can go into the podcast. Sure. Um, so I have been in the industry for... As I said to the other guest, I know it's an accent. So. It's a good way to say that. So every, I, I have been 20 years in this country with people approaching me and say, I know it's an accent. So I love yeah. this because now I can tell people. No, no, two is to one. Two is to one. <laughs> exactly. Well, look, I don't have anyone calling y'all at me right now, so my Jersey accent will remain yes. sort of subdued. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, so, um, when, you were born? Yes, so I was born in India, and uh, um, growing up, I was more like a tomboy. 
I was the only girl on the street and all the others were uh, boys. So I got used to playing with the boys all the time and uh, my parents were really shocked, but I was always outside and I loved playing in the dirt and everything else, uh, jumping uh, terraces of the houses because the houses were so close. And, and as I started growing up, uh, for some reason, um, looking at different types of buildings and looking at like, you know, how the architecture of the buildings, like, temples and a lot of other things always yeah. I associated myself with. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And that's what was kind of like enticing me. Like, you know, I have to get into that, do something like that. Absolutely. And and once I still remember, like, you know, my whole family was shocked when they found out that I'm going to uh, do really? my bachelor's in civil engineering. And they were like, what? Right. No, no, what, no. What, I mean, what were they expecting? What was their hope? Or... So in India, now it is changing, but 15 years ago in India, everyone, when you say you're doing engineering, you would say you have to do computer science computer. engineering. Oh, yeah, no, I know. So I know. That's, that's horrible. Computer yeah. science engineering, sitting in an office, coding the whole day, not having any interaction. I was like, oh, this sounds so. So I finished my uh, bachelor's of engineering, um, even after like, so I uh, saying that, no, you shouldn't be going into engineering. Uh, the whole family thought I didn't do well in grade. So that's why they pushed me into civil engineering, but that was not the case. <laughs> Let's just keep that part, yes. Yes, yes. So, um, so after all that, you know, um, I believed in what I learned. You know, I believed in what I learned. Engineering um, is something that, you know that molds you who you are if you have passion yeah, for yeah. you know passion for any kind of engineering so yes, that's right. how my career started and then uh from there uh in india the other thing also is like if you are 18 19 20 then they will be like oh i think we should get you married right. oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was another thing i was kind of running away from i did not want to just have you, you want know, to make your own choices make, yeah, yeah and it. and i wanted to um take care of my parents, you know, have yes. be independent yeah, and yeah. have like independence as a woman. Yeah. So it took me six months to convince my dad that I'm going to go and do my master's and uh, it did not go well. <laughs> so I do, I still remember my father telling me uh, when we were coming back from the visa uh, consulate, so if you don't get a visa, yeah. you married. are going to get married. Wow. Uh, you right. cannot tell me that you're not. That's, a, that's an unusual situation. It's a study or otherwise you get married. Right. <laughs> so, so yes. but things worked out fine. Um, I got my, yeah. So what year was yeah. this? This was 2002. 2002. Ah, so we came probably around the same time. And then what happened to, to their, from, so what, what school you went here? and you University know. of Texas at Arlington. Arlington. That, that is also a story because I did not apply to any other university. We knew a family friend's son who went there. And ah. my father was like, that's the only university you're applying. Oh, really? Yeah. That was restricted. Well, that was restricted. It's, it's, it's a good school. I mean, it's not Virginia Tech, but not everyone's perfect. So we'll, uh, we'll cut you. Yes. Break. We'll cut you. <laughs> break. So you touched on, you know, this, you know, being a woman in this industry. So I know you're there with the, the Women in Deep Foundations uh, committee that we have here with DFI um, and, and trying to work hard to pave that road and make things, things easier. I mean, what kind of things is the Women in Deep Foundation up to? 
Oh, uh, there are plenty of things. So I've been associated with this committee for the last five years, but this committee has about eight years in the bank. So um, it was started by Helen Robinson with the GI consultants, and she did it, and uh, Mary Ellen, of course, the two uh, strong foundations of the Memory Foundations. And uh, um, it has been amazing to see the growth from where they were and where we are today. So um, in the last five years, I've been part of it. I think I've seen how much we have grown, how much we have, you know, um, uh, discussed what was not discussed before on women's career within the companies, safety for the, for women in the field, you know, things like that. And, and each person in that committee is a support, uh, uh, support person for another women engineer in the the room. So um, initially when it started, it was more like, you know, having events during networking events, during the conferences and things like that. And I think uh, in the last one and a half years, we have done a lot um, in bringing in younger generation into it. And then um, apart from that, we've started something called Know Your Members. So Uh it's a big group now. It's like 88 or 89 people in the group. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Doing my part. Yes. And these are the lanyards. So I think it's great. Right. It's great work you guys are doing. I think you guys always have the the big uh, receptions the first night after committee meetings and everything so it's it's definitely there's an awareness of what yeah. you guys are doing yeah and you know yeah sure. uh, last night's reception of the conference was amazing we had it was about 150 some people, people. didn't go but was, some people yeah. didn't go no 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 we understand <laughs> yeah. just joking apart yeah. so we had 150 people yesterday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a lot of men in the group you know yeah. in the room yeah. right yeah. It, it was a very cool meeting yeah and and we've also started mentoring funds. Um, which which I think is a great idea. Right, piloting pilot program, and it's it's more like organically growing mentoring fund, uh, where we are giving the choices of for the members to have more than one mentor. Yeah, and and, and I think I mean I was talking to you know, two of your members, which are you know Taylor and, and Lauren. Um, like I've been a mentor for them at our company, right? But. Mm-hmm. There is only so much that I can be as a mentor in certain fields, but I think it's great that they also have a mentor from the committee, you know, like, so they see things that probably, unfortunately, I cannot just show them, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, yeah. it's so no, I, I think it's, it's a really good thing that you have done, but uh, you have done a lot of stuff also with, with the F5, right? Yes. I mean, you, you, you became, you came into our lives and you completely took over a lot of things. Uh, and, and now here we are with and now here with, we are with the right? yeah so so how this came into your mind because i think you were the one that really started talking about this right i mean i remember like we were contact but i don't think or it was us i don't we think we kind of so. jumped in right I, we I jump in but like the ideas you started the idea yeah. with him right with him. yes yeah. yes so um you know the last two years have changed a lot in everyone's life Absolutely, right yeah. we all can say that so uh, my husband is an IT profession, and then he watches a lot of YouTube channelers. Right. So okay. I've been watching this, and I've, I've seen like a lot of podcasts that came up. Why are we doing this? Right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, why aren't we doing this? Right. You know, this is a great platform where we can bring in people and talk about things. And then Tim had the same idea of right. starting a podcast like a um, year and a half ago, it seems. Okay. And that did not go anywhere. And then uh, Mary oh, Ellen, okay. I just, okay. yeah, I was talking to Mary Ellen. Hey, Mary Ellen, you want to start a podcast? but I want to do it with DFI banner because DFI is something very right. dear to my heart and I'm passionate about it. 
To be fair, and we also saw, and we learned from our colleagues, right? I mean, Jared has been doing the one with the Engineering Management yeah. Institute, and then Brad has been doing things with Geostrat, and you have been doing stuff with Geostrat yeah, and ACE. Yeah. 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 So I think it was, I mean, obviously we felt that BFI should have something, but then you also start thinking that it what's was, our what, what's oh, our, our content? content? We just yeah. don't want to, you know, have yeah. interviews. I mean, de definitely the other associations have like a, like an angle on things and, and they're doing a really good job, right? I hear Jared has interviewed amazing people, right? So, yeah. yeah I, I know some really big deal people. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so we wanted to do something that was different, right? right. And, and we brought yeah. that into the mix, which is- From let's, the beginning, yeah. From the beginning, which is let, let's have an angle that, that we are not kind of stepping on the same ground, that we can have our field. So yeah, tell us more about that, like how that idea. Yeah, so uh, we kept thinking about what can be unique. You know what can be different we just didn't want to bring in another guest and just talk about the same things and uh, what we noticed one thing common in all these podcasts where they're all talking about successes yes right no yeah. one ever no. yeah no one ever wants to talk about failure i mean from most from it and we grow uh, to be a better engineer from failure right no one so, wants to deal with it but it happens it happens um, yeah how do you deal with it what I can tell you, I mean, I, you know, it's, we all have, we're all busy, everyone's busy. So sometimes it's, it's hard in the day to find the time to sit and focus on a podcast or on something. So I've, I've had the opportunity to listen to the episodes generally, you know, 5.30 in the morning while I'm driving to Pennsylvania or something to go to a, a job site. The phone's not ringing yet. I'm able to really focus on it. But I, I got to be honest, I mean, you know, from the beginning, you know, you and Tim allowing Sebastian and I, and, and we've got Morgan working with us. Like, I am so proud to be like part of, of no, yeah, absolutely. this because yeah. when I when I listen to the stories that Billy's told and and, and of course, yeah. told, of like yeah. you, I mean, especially with Billy, I mean, you could you could feel it. Like yep. listening to it, you could feel the angst and the the pain that that caused yeah. him to go through that. And so, for really, it doesn't matter where you're at in your career, whether you're a field engineer that that you know is a year out and you don't know any better to a guy that's been in the industry for 20 years, or a girl, I'm sorry, that's been in the industry for 20 years, that knows what could go wrong. You know, to, to listen to those stories and just, yeah, this is, you know, maybe it makes you be a little more cautious or think about something twice or whatever. So I I just, I'm, I'm very proud, and I'm, I'm sure I'm speaking for Sebastian here, just to, yeah. to be able to work with you guys on this, because I, I, I mean, I feel that it's been, phenomenal content for our industry oh, yeah so. so so tell us you know i mean obviously we know but just to share it i mean what do we have out there right now so right now on youtube if you go to youtube you can find episode one right yes which is, is yeah right. which is billy um and we have episode two which is for this man yep. and then and i hear episode three, three is amazing right yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> Greg, Greg Reiter yeah, is yeah. on episode three. I thought I was episode three. Oh, no, 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 I'm bonus episode, yeah. You are. Bonus episode. Bonus bonus episode. I was going to call yours bonus yeah. episode. And Sebastian, you, you are there talking about your adventures as an yes. engineer in Colombia, right? Yeah. Uh, which is unheard for. No one has seen that side of Sebastian. <laughs> and we are really happy to dig into that. We just recorded episode four. Episode yes. four? Yeah, last week, which was uh, Cassandra Vettel. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's coming, what, November? Um, yes, first week of okay. November. Yeah. And we will be recording first week of November. Okay. Uh, the next episode and the last episode, which is David, uh, not the last, last, but one. 
So yeah. da uh, David Wilshaw from uh, Florida, he was my first boss. So uh, we go a long way after graduating. He was my first boss. And so the funny thing is he had, um, I mean, he's from uh, London and he had that accent, me coming from India and just knowing Indian accent and then yeah. talking to him. It took me six months to understand uh, what he's saying, you know. But anyway, he's going to be talking about risks. You know, okay. what risks mean to all of us? How do we understand it? Manage it. How do we mitigate plan it, it? manage, yep. mitigate? Yep. So that's what we are going to learn from him. Okay. Cool. And then the last one is cool. Tom Richards. Yes. So that's going to be a big That's going to be again. epic, yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, and, then, and then tell us a little bit about what's coming on the next season, right? Because one of the concepts is that uh, I mean, that comes from you, but we want to explore different things. So we, we play with this interview with the Survivor series, uh, but then we want to move into something that is slightly different, right? So we don't keep doing like the same. So, so yeah, tell us more about that. Yeah, sure. So uh, the, the reason why we thought about it was uh, we all come to conferences. We all meet uh, our industry uh, um, friends, industry yeah. BFFs. That's what I call them now. Uh, <laughs> industry BFFs. So uh, when we are talking to them about projects, and you know, we are such good friends, but there there is something in 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 us that we don't agree on, right? Right. And and we had that argument while we are talking to each other, and then we are friends again. That's it. Yeah. Right. That's it. So that's what we wanted to begin to like. You know, um, over a period of time, we build relationships that are long lasting and forever, and those relationships teach us um, different things. So we are going to be calling it as Bronco. And we will be bringing in uh, industry experts who are who have been working with each other for a very long time. Yes, you are right, Chris. Uh, that, that is very true. And as you and uh, Sebastian have been, you know, part of the organizing committee and talking to us about this, and I think we have identified amazing uh, speakers yes. for this. Yes, absolutely. Who are going head to head. Yeah, head to head. It's, it's almost like a, a boxing match, right? Yes. Yeah, boxing match. And I'm planning to bring in boxing, boxing gloves. Some of them may be a little more lively than others, too. And, and tell us yeah, a little yeah. bit about the concept, because something that you came with the idea to is, it's going to be like an argument. I mean, a very respectful professional argument. But the idea is that it's open for the viewers to then go and decide who was who right. It's kind, of, it's kind of like a yeah. debate. Right. And then the boat will come later. Yeah, right? no, that is that is very true. We don't want to make a conclusion at mm -hmm. the end of each episode, but it will be on YouTube. Listeners will decide what okay. they think about who wins or who is the best. You know, yes. what do, we want that engagement from the industry. Now that's so, awesome. That is right. That's awesome. very important. Yeah. Um, so that's what we are planning, and uh, it's going to be launched soon. Okay. Um, so look out for it, and uh, we will ask you: Are you ready to rumble? Absolutely. You better say rumble. yes. <laughs> well, Lucky, thank you very much for, for stopping by and you know spending some time with us today. Yeah, thank you for everything. You're, yes, you're actually, this is your industry. show. We're just yeah. borrowing for yeah. a few yeah. hours. Not right. Like I said, you're up here, and, and then me and Sebastian are like yes. the almost famous. Exactly. Yeah. Almost, almost legit. Yeah, almost legit. <laughs> no, I would say you guys are the best, right? So thank you for having me. Uh, we're we're here because the two of us did no, thank you very much. It's always good to see you at conferences. Excellent. Excellent. And it's well, great we'll, we'll to be in person. Yes. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, Lucky. Thank you. Ed, can you join us? All right. So now 
putting the three of us, it's going to be dangerous in the sense of talking for hours and hours and hours. Hey, Chris. Sebastian, nice meeting you. So, yeah, Jessica, you have to be really careful with time because the three of us can go for hours and hours and hours. So, yeah. All right. Well, no, I, I, I'll start with the introduction. So, I think I know you for what, like eight years now, I think? Pittsburgh. Since Pittsburgh, exactly. And yeah, and I, I think you are part of what I became very active on DFI. And you were the you were the first person that asked me if I wanted to belong to like a technical committee. Yeah. And you know, obviously, then I ended up joining your committee. I wasn't sure if I forced you into it. It I, was a polite oh, force. Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, he asked too many smart questions, so it's just like so, uh, we gotta find, yes. find a place for this. Exactly, guy. exactly. Yeah. So I mean you have been you have been the chair of that committee for a really long time, doing a really good job. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, let's start from the beginning, right? I think we have been doing this with everyone. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, where you grew up and, and how you got involved on, on engineering and then the companies that you have been and, you know, construction and the part of consulting and all those changes to construction. Uh, and then DFI, basically how, how you're here. And I, a, I have to lot. say, I know it's an accent, so yeah. That's yeah, uh, a lot. Well, uh, originally from New York, grew up in Northern Virginia. Mm -hmm. I'm a Hokie. Where in Northern Virginia? Uh, Mountain County. Be more specific. Uh, Sterling. Okay, I live in East Coast. Oh, I'm also on Hokie. So, uh, there you uh, go. We're, gonna, oh, no, Hokies, we are, we're kind of like the Illuminati of geotechnology. All right, all right. Like global domination. That's true. Is the game. I would say my only, my only positive here is that Pete is going to destroy Virginia Tech on Saturday. So, you guys can go on Virginia Tech all you want. So, fair enough. <laughs> Yep, no problem. So, uh, so yeah, so you were born and, and, and okay, born, grew there, and, and then how you got into engineering? How you got into this? So uh, I was at school tech, and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But it was in engineering, so mm -hmm. I was doing something there. But uh, and at the time, it was like the computer craze, right? right. Uh, <laughs> missed that boat. But anyway, the, the point <laughs> is, like, I was like, I just couldn't, I couldn't bear to sit in front of a computer all day. Right. I was like, oh, you got to do computer engineering, got to do. I'm like. Uh, I don't think I can do it. It's just like I want to do something that I'm going to enjoy or whatever. And I uh, actually since I've been at the conference, I've been reminiscing about like how I got into it because people, young students come up. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that I had the best stories, but they're the best to me. Right. So uh, I had an intern, like I said, well, maybe someone's you know, construction school. And I had an internship at a construction site. I mean, this was a long time ago. They did things a little differently back then. And I mean, it was rough. Like uh, it was uh, the first day on a construction site, my boss got in a uh, fist fight with the pump operator. <laughs> like they're rolling around and down. I was like- On the first day. I was like, this job is amazing. Right, this is good stuff. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, this is it, this is great. I was like, man, you gotta be handling yourself. And it was a crazy project. I mean, and it was just a summer internship, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. I came back and- uh, you're all, you're all amped up. Yeah. yeah I was like, I was like I, yeah, it's like, it was, you know, like what it is, it's different every day for sure. Where, where right. was this job, sir? Uh, it was in uh, Prince William County. Okay. Uh, at their water treatment plant, they were doing this mass expansion. And uh, yeah, it was uh, crazy. We had all these little, remember little Ford Rangers okay. that had like no AC, no radio, stick shift, and you just run into things with them constantly. So what, what year is this? I mean, what time are we talking about? This would be 96. Uh, oh, okay. okay. 
So that after that, I was like, ah, yeah, I'll probably do something, something in this field. But you were not, I mean, at that time, you identified the like, construction aspect of it, yeah. but you were not completely like, is Geotech with a contract, right? I mean, right. You're, you're still kind of trying so, to find. So that was, I, it was actually a, a really good job. I didn't know it. Like, uh, not only that I knew I could handle myself yeah. <laughs> when it got ugly on the job site, but, <laughs> like, already. but, but I, I ended up, because they had a couple issues like that, I ended up running this little testing lab. So like concrete okay. soil okay. like doing it. so you know uh and i put that on my resume like any should right and then like fast forward like years later when i got out like i was only out of school for like less than a year i was working for well essentially wsp okay uh, and okay. i got a call they're like hey seeing the resume you ran a, a lab i was like yes yes <laughs> and and they're like okay well you have to you're gonna have to you have to step in and, and run this lab we need it i was like okay that was the springfield interchange and it was like a billion dollar project for this massive lab i'm like no i mean i think there was a little volume difference and uh but actually it was, that was a good experience i did it i did fine it was and yet i came in to replace this this girl uh rosalinda from columbia because oh, okay. her sister got kidnapped by the fork oh and uh right. i was oh. like and she's like i'll be back in a month and a half i was like you seem so sure that it seems like the situation <laughs> though wouldn't there might be a little yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. i mean she was like sure she's like i'll be back in a month and a half and i and i didn't know why she was going and i asked her i was like a month and a half oh what do you have to kind of negotiate with, with the terrorists wow. to release my sister i go oh my god that's horrible she's like it happens all the time down there yeah yeah. Could, yeah hey and, we have a whole episode of the podcast about that yeah on, on my dad's case so yeah, <laughs> yeah but, and, and, and just to keep things clear yeah. i mean like we laugh about it because we always say you know tragedy plus time equal comedy right and, right. and then that we're commenting on this because obviously all this is now fixed right yeah. but yeah. all right yeah yeah, yeah so, well anyway so like six months later you know she came back everything was fine she was fine but it was just like, but that that was a that was a good experience. But ultimately, how I got involved in uh, geotechnical engineering was uh, my next in my next internship after the construction thing was uh, I worked for Steel Foundations okay. in uh, DC with uh, Andy and Ron. Andy. Yeah. You know, and uh, that was a really cool experience because they kind of did what I like everything. Like you, you know, they did they do engineering, they do construction. So I, I did both. So I, I was like, I, I was like, I really, I really like that. So yeah, I, yeah, right. and it, to be honest, I, after like uh, after that, when I got back to school, I was a lot better student because I, I had a little more direction as to what I yeah, yeah, kind of wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, right. um, and so that's that's really what kind of kind of kicked it off was working for for Andy and. Uh, and yeah, so how Wattman came into the picture? So um, I, I got a school with work from WSP. I was on the Wilson Bridge Foundation project for years. That's the one. Okay, so is that the one, the story? I remember you telling me that you were driving a little boat. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The only person yeah. that goes to a job site driving a personal boat, like right. literally on the river yeah. and yeah. getting there. Yeah, so, well, we did a lot of stuff with the post-tensioning docks and the, the pile driving and the foundation. Mm -hmm. And you... And our boss was like, you can't go out there without a captain's license. I said, that's it? I didn't know that was the threshold. No, no, no. I mean, you can't do it. And like, so I immediately went out 
yes. got a captain's license. <laughs> and I go, here you go. And they're like, uh, yeah, you can do it. So, so we would uh, take it out every day, all the time. And uh, it was, we'd, we'd take it into Old Town with all these yachts. And this yeah. is like a 20-foot uh, skiff with like dead fish in it yeah. and like all kinds of construction material. And we tie it up. They're like, you can't do it. They're like, it's okay. I'm with the bridge. Yes. And I have a license. Yeah, and I got a captain's license. You're giving me flashbacks. I got it. Being from Jersey, New York, I mean, I spent the first bunch of years of my career in the field in yeah. Jersey City and all that. Right. And we were taking, we were in, it was in the middle of February on the Hudson River. And we had to work with the Jersey City Police, like special whatever unit, to get out to do an inspection underneath the pier. And that was like waiting for the water to be at a certain tide level that we could actually access this thing. So the police, like, they, they give us these suits, the survival suits, and we're like, we'll put those on so if you fall in the water, you'll live for a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then we're, like, in this little, like, outboard motor blow-up dinghy boat coming out of Jersey State, you know, like, where the Statue of Liberty is, coming up yeah. around to this pier, and the Coast Guard basically pulls us over in the middle of the river. And it was, like, two cops and me, and they're like, what, what is wrong with you? The windshield on the Hudson yeah. was like minus 25 that day. Right? I actually got frostbite on my face, like the whole thing. And they're like, so they like towed the dinghy, they put us in the boat, we go over and we get up on it. But I'm just thinking about this captain's license. And I'm just like, that's a flashback I haven't had in a while. That's. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was interesting. Uh, I like having that boat. I mean, it, yeah. it actually it really did facilitate getting the job done because they had all these piers, all these coffer sure. dams across the river, and it, you could take the crew boats, but it took forever, and like we couldn't get half the stuff done. So when we got the when we got the skip, the only day I hated one day a week because I'd do the pile dropping until we figured it out. They would would kill a bunch of fish. Ah, okay. And so one day a week, I had to take the environmental people out. They'd scoop up all the dead fish into my boat, Ooh. and I'm like, this this is not a good day. Be a big pile, of, you know, and then they'd have to be like write down the cost of that. I mean, they, it's been good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> they seem so many. <laughs> and the then wheels, they, the wheels are coming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's go back into the subject. Now, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Where was I? Okay, DFI. So yes. how DFI came into the picture? So how did you buy So after after the the bridge, uh, I went into a, a specialty company, a small specialty company in uh, in in Northern Virginia, doing um, excavation support work um, okay. with uh, guys that were uh, essentially excavation excavation guys that started their own company, and uh, they 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 knew that I had worked for Andy before. Yeah. And uh, so I, I started doing that. And at the time, uh, that's when I started working with John Beck. Ah, uh, okay, that's right. So, so that's kind of, John's kind of is, is responsible for me getting involved. So in involved in yeah, it, it so was what, what 2004. Oh, wow, that's wow. Yeah, yeah, so that's uh, what I went you still look like you're right? I mean, it sounds strange, but he definitely has a really good look. I mean, compared to the other guy, he's got. I know, I know, right? Yes. So, sorry, sorry, Mike. No problem. No problem. But no, so I mean that 
he, you know, and he was getting involved in committee work. Yeah, John, uh, John is a legend. Yeah, 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 he yeah. has done it all. And, yeah, yeah, so uh, a lot of the things he worked on, I, you know, would work alongside, and then we, I would go to the. That's when I started going to to DFI. Okay, so but the DFI has changed a lot since two thousand four, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you have seen that change. Like, when did you got like as a chair of the committee? Because I think John used to be the chair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was okay. the chair of that, and then the microfile committee. Okay, so it was because like he was moving out into something, yeah. and then that came. Yeah, and so it, it, I, and at that point, I'd been going for several years, and uh, if you remember Terry, he was also yes, yeah. uh, John was there. I mean yeah. uh, Tom Richards. So Tom I, Richards, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had known, I knew all of them, and they were all previous chairs, and they were all sitting on yeah. the committee. So at that point, I, I knew everybody, and I, I knew what the mission was. And, yeah, and, and I mean, that's, yeah. honestly, you have been doing a fantastic job with the with the committee. I mean, you, I, I think you're probably one of the, how do I say this, longest tenure, maybe, like, you know, yeah. having the chair of the committee. But yeah, I mean, tell us a little bit about the committee, uh, so, you know, what, what kind of, I mean, I'm part of your committee, so yeah. I know, but it's just to share it with Chris, you know, yeah. you're not on the committee. And our, and our thousands of listeners. And our thousands, thousands of listeners, yes. So, but I mean, Tell them about like the good stuff that we do, and, and you know. Well, I mean, I, I think the reason I'm involved, and I think the the best part about it is is uh, having a, a I would think a positive influence on our industry and the things that we do. I mean, I mean, you know, the wheels move slow. <laughs> it's just a reality of it, and and so that that part is uh taught me patience because yeah. that's not like where I come from always but it it thought you do make you do make impacts and the, and the yeah. committee does Let, let's go into, yeah. a, into a little bit of those examples because since I joined definitely we have done a, a lot of cool stuff like with the NAFAC and then that would be animals and soy nails and yeah well I mean a, a good example I thought the, the most clear-cut example was uh, we did a, we reviewed the soy nail manual that they had put together the new one um, we, we had some, right? yeah, yeah, that, that was the one that came out in 2016. Yeah, Jeez. and and we we had reviewed it and we we went through it and then we talked about the example problems. We we had started shortly after doing our temporary nail yes. guide and uh, but so we were very familiar with it and uh, you know, we we got an opportunity to go to uh, the T15 committee, which is what puts everything together for Ashto and and rewrites the national guides. And it's like ah, I'd absolutely go. It seems I, I don't know. And they're like, yeah, you're there as a reference, but that's some questions about it. Because they're they're the DOT guys are, are rewriting this this back for someone. So, oh, okay. So we went there and I I I made my own edits to it. And then at the meeting I said, you know, they were like I sort of like, well I I like, rewrote some of these things. I said, like, you want to see them? And, uh, and they ended up adding some of that stuff in. So I thought that was really cool. I mean, like, you know, I mean, there were nuances. Uh, what, one was they were going to, they were going to ban olive oil. Like, in the, in, I was like, I don't, why don't you just don't say anything? And they're like, okay. So, so here's a, here's a question. One thing that's going on in this right now. Fortunate to be involved with this a little bit is uh, ASC is working on a foundation design standard. Yeah. Kind of eventually the goal would be to have it replace chapter 18 of the IPC. Yeah, that's a good goal. I'm 
I've never been involved on a national level committee before this, but we just had some meetings. We were all out in Denver. Yeah, that's right. Right. And so one of the eye-opening things to me, sitting in a room where you've got consultants, you've got contractors, you've got code people, you've got, I don't want to say competing agendas because, you know, everyone in theory is working on the same thing, sort of the same thing with with a committee, right? But you definitely have competing lenses, competing yeah. viewpoints where yeah. contractors, you know, everyone's got different, different. So as a, as a committee chair, I mean, how do you, when you're trying to navigate that, and you know, your point, you're doing these yeah. reviews, you're mm-hmm. like, how do you kind of navigate through that, trying to build a consensus? Uh, I mean, I think it's important in the committee. We take it at small steps. Like we, like, honestly, like, I mean, Sebastian knows he's, he's been involved in a lot of it. Like, Literally, it'd be like me, Sebastian, Sean, Vaughn. Like, so you, you build a small consensus for Tom, so that yeah, call him. And we build a small consensus first, right? Because I mean, I, I respect you know the work that Sebastian does, sure. and I want to know. You know and, and so we, we build a small consensus first, and and start to know like, okay, does this make sense? Because there there are a bunch of competing interests. So once we kind of have a, a feel for it, and there's. Uh, there, there's there's a, a decent amount of people that understand it. Then you take the next step into like a bigger meeting, right? Kind of go through that. This is how I do it at least. Then I, then I go through all that, you know, listen to people's comments, you know. Then the then you know you get bigger and bigger until like there's a decent amount of people that are basically on board. So I'm not all happy, but 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 hey, it's reality. Yeah, 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 yeah but but we, we got we got a key, at least a, a relatively clear uh, direction, yes. right? And that's and that's ultimately what I try to present. And um, and a lot of the times, frankly, I mean, a lot of the work that we done we have done that we put together when people call and they ask these types of questions, I that aren't on the committee, I typically direct them right to our guide specs, FHW, like all the stuff that's written down that people understand and respect. Because I, I don't want to be like, well, yeah. the committee, we're doing all this, yeah. like this. I mean, it's just going to confuse the like industry. The should be for the people that really are in the weeds for this stuff. Yeah. No yeah. enough. To correct. Yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 Consultants, like they want, they want these answers. And consultants, and, how we talk about me, yeah. man. But, no, respect like, look, man, If we're <laughs> being honest, yeah. there's a pretty compelling reason I'm not a consultant anymore. Yeah. Let's just... But, but they, and I understand what no, they want, the right but, but, the, but, but the reality is, the reality is I usually just put it in a context of like, a lot of it is all addressed for the most part in yeah. various yeah. guys' specs. So okay. I just point them in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, it's something that is also pretty cool is you have a mix, right? Because you have contractors and you have consultants and yeah. suppliers, academics. So everyone has the option to pitch in their views, right? Yeah, right. And, and it may be that some, you know, end up being discarded at the end, but it, it, it it's a very well mixed. I mean, I know it's I cliche, so, but yeah. it's the common ground that we always call on the AFI, right? Yeah. So. Well, and and I, a lot of the times, which I understand, like in our committee, mm-hmm. and I, I give them credit, they still participated, like the suppliers, right? Sometimes they're they're left out a little bit just because of some of the, the, the nuances that we're doing. But but they are suppliers. They have stepped up every time because like when we yes. go through these things, like you have a very specific role, material. Yeah. Yeah, correct. And, and correct. I, and I need to know that it's right. Like yes. I don't. And they probably know it better they than do. anyone. Else. They do. Correct. Yeah. It's like so. You, you need to get it right. 
So you need to look at this section. And every time I've asked them to do that, they've done it. And, I, and that's it's great. It's yes, really no, it is. So it's a good, it, like Sebastian said, it's a good even balance for people that we have. Them. Yeah. They, they yeah. all contribute. And, oh, I, that's great. and another thing that we do uh, that has been very successful, I guess, and, and it's, you know, the reason that I ended up in DFI, it's the events that we organize, right? And, and I think yeah. S3, I mean, S3 has grown and it has even changed names. It used to be SSI, I think, at, at some yeah. point. And, yeah. But I mean, to me, that conference has evolved. I mean, obviously now it's open to more committees. Uh, I always yeah. feel that the roots were really, you know, kind of in our committee on, on stock yeah. stabilization with soil nails and anchors and things like that. Uh, and, and obviously you, you kind of, well, I mean, you are not the chair every year in that conference, but you are heavily involved and, and you give the opportunity yeah. to different people depending on, on the region where the conference is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, tell us a little bit about that, how so, that concept evolved. So it, the way it evolved is, uh, so Chris, Ramsey, it was Vern, yeah. but he was, he was very involved in it. Uh, they started actually in Nashville, you know, where, 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 where we're going back to. And, um, and we were kind of involved in that conference, but loosely. And I really liked, I, I, I thought the, the concept was a, a really good concept as to what we have nowadays. So, so after the Nashville conference, I, I went to Vernon and I was like, we really, I think we really sit down and make this like a really good conference. I, I mean, we got great speakers. We got a lot of good stuff. And, and then we, we, we that's kind of when the software thing yeah, started too. Software. And I said, we should really think about taking some, some time to put this together. I mean, and I said, you know, we do we're anchors and soil nail, your slope stability. It's like, it's, it's, you know, it's a marriage. It was meant to be. And, uh, and so that's kind of what started. And then it was Pittsburgh. And uh, and it just like I and and just uh, just the other day when we were when we had the chairs meeting after the you know we were talking about the conferences and um, uh, a bunch of people a bunch of DFI chairs like they they said uh, really like there's the people from their company really like our conference like they just they want to go every time we have it I don't know I like I said I am biased right yeah. but I do think. We get great speakers, great projects. Uh, they're well vetted. They're across, you know, multiple industries, academia, consultants, contractors. It's a great thing. So, yeah, no, I think it's great. I mean, literally, as a world, have the national conference and then you have S3 and yeah. then Superfile. So it's, it's, it's great that we have, you know, I mean, that you guys created or we created that, that conference. So. Yeah, so yeah. hey, thank you very much. Yes, I, I, see, we invested I, everything on this. And I, I think that means you're supposed to, you're done. Yes, exactly. 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 Well, man, it, it's always uh, fantastic to meet another Hokey, Northern Virginia it's guy. True. It's not, but yeah, no, so, but you are a great guy. So still like you. <laughs> but no, thanks for stopping by and sharing yeah. all this with us. I think it yeah. really gives a, a good day. So, and as all always, right, I will meet you later. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, adult so, so far, that's everyone you said. I know. I know. Well, that's the way I roll. So. Adult slushies. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's Vegas. It's Vegas. That's right. All right. And I think we're ready for our next guest, which is Tom Richards. And I think Tom is going to do a I great think, continuation. Of I, think, I think we've been running our mouth too much. I think Mary Ellen ran away. I know. I know. I think she gave up on us. Ah, okay, okay. So maybe we should come back. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Let's hope for that. So, Tom, welcome. Uh, yeah, it's great to have you here. Thank you. So it's good to be here. Yes, I mean, let's get it started. I think we're we're going 
on every person that we are interviewing a little bit into, you know, tell us where you were born and how you got into civil engineering or geotech engineering, a little bit about your career. Uh, and then we can take it from there and, and go through all the great things that you have been doing lately. Way back. I suppose yeah, I know Chris looks like, no, don't go that far. Civil engineering, playing on a dirt pile with trucks is my, with my neighbor kid. He ended up becoming a carpenter. Um, <laughs> and uh, then in, in high school, I went to an architecture summer class and realized how much art there was in architecture and that I wasn't that good of an artist. Okay. And uh, the nude model was a bit of a shock. <laughs> so, so. So then I realized well, you know, I was stronger in sciences and math, so I went into engineering. And I guess somewhere in high school wrote a paper about civil engineering. Okay. Kind of decided from looking at those things to go into civil. And then Dr. Carl Lewis, who I think you had as a at the, at the Magnificent University of Pittsburgh, because you see, this is torn around. Now it's two big guys against two one Virginia Tech guy. <laughs> so I like this interview better than we did. <laughs> No, Ed, you will always be in my heart, my friend, sir. So. Uh, so, so number one, that's what you're saying that I am? All right, all right. <laughs> number, number one in the playbook. <laughs> Sorry. And soil mechanics, Dr. Lewis uh, made us think, instead of everything being so mathematical in the structures classes. Yeah. So, uh, but I still like the structure stuff, too. So stayed with both of them. Excellent. And then what, once you graduated from, from Pitt, uh, you went straight into Nicholson, right? No, I no. worked for I worked for three years for a consulting company in Monroeville called GAI Consulting. Oh no, 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 you're right, you're right. Sorry, I completely uh, completely missed this. The original owners of that company have a booth here. They're they're now called the Joy of Gray. Yes, yeah, I know. Uh, I was I was I was uh, afraid to tell Dick Gray that I retired, and I did because <laughs> he's still working and he's got to be near eighty. So, and yeah, so man. then, so I, and I had a plan when I got out of college, so I was going to work for three years and try something different. Mm -hmm. And I met Donald Bruce at uh, conferences and, and Pittsburgh ASME meetings yep. and said, oh, this Nicholson stuff sounds pretty cool. And I went to Nicholson. So what year? I had learned something new every day for 35, yeah. 32 years. So what year you started at Nicholson? 1988. Okay. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I know you did a great career and you have done amazing stuff. And not only for Nicholson, but also for DFI and AEC. I mean, Tom is a legend in the, in the Pittsburgh chapter. I mean, obviously, everyone that is in the area knows everything that you have done there. Uh, but yeah, but tell us a little bit about like your career at Nicholson and what were some of the, or what have been some of the highlights, the most important projects for you? Uh, well, so pretty early on, uh, we got involved with the Central Artery Tunnel, so this is early 90s, and they did some very cool testing there. We were involved some up in some upfront testing on anchors, but also on waterproofing anchors, and then worked on several different aspects of that project, including uh, a large excavation right near the airport that uh, moved due to a total stress failure of the tow. Moved a lot. Then we got into investigating it. That was a lot of fun. Doing vein shears, helping the guys do vein shears with a controlled manner. Mm -hmm. And then find, figuring out what to do to fix it. So, yeah. so we did soil mixing on the passive side and put in more as a bank. So 
yeah, okay. So you, you are doing all this great career, Nicholson, and obviously you are dealing with, you know, like you know, rules and, and different personalities in the industry. And, and how did you then start being involved in BFI? How do you, who brought you? Uh, well, the first meeting I went to was in Dearborn in 1999. I don't remember how. I think by that point, Donald Bruce had moved on to his yeah. consulting stuff. And I don't really what know what motivated me to come. Seth was uh, probably starting into the trustee type system. Yeah. And I think Seth at that time was still Naples, right? Because oh, yeah. He started in 2005, I think, right? Something Five, like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. So, okay, so that's probably the way. And, and what was your involvement early on on BFI? Because, I mean, well, I know I, you have done auto everything. So, so, so uh, in, order. in the MicroPal committee, we started working on this guide for drafting a MicroPal specification. Mm -hmm. And our goal was to cover a lot of things that weren't really covered in the building codes to kind of get it out there so it was uh, easier to sell, really. Okay. We didn't have to debate. Are we treating this as a concrete filled pipe pile or? How, what, how do we fit in? Yeah. And that was uh, probably took a couple of years to get together. So I, and in the process of that, I became the chairman of the MicroCal committee. Okay. Did that for a few years. So, and we're talking what, like early 2000s? 2005, yeah. 2005, before that. Okay. I don't remember what year we published that guy. So, and then, then started uh, helping evaluate other documents, just in getting involved in the various committees. At, at that time, ADSC started the MicroPAL committee and we uh, yeah, sat down and made a joint committee pretty early on, which was easy for that committee to join. When it came to the Anchorage Retention Committee, there took quite a, quite a number of years for those to join. Um, but just, just getting involved with committees, trying to, so, so, I mean, you have been microbial committee, then we have been together in the air retention committee, right? When it was the soil committee and then evolved into what we have now, uh, what other committees have you served? Uh, well, the post-tensioning institute, post yeah. uh, recommendations for soil and rock anchors and within DFI, I think that's the only committee that was officially on. And then we go to a lot of the committee. Well, you go to a lot of the meetings. Just yeah. to hear what they have what, to what say. other roles have you played? I mean, any other positions in DFI? In DFI? Well, then <laughs> Teresa eventually twisted my arm to become a trustee. Yeah. That's... Initially, I, so when they talked to me, I said, I'm not a manager. I'm a technical nerd. Um, I don't want to do management type stuff. But eventually, she twisted my arm again. And I, did, I joined the DFI trustees and did two what, terms what with that. that? The uh 2012-ish yeah so now we move like 10 years yeah and that's about when i started at dfi and i remember you being on that and then after that uh well i guess you continue to be very involved on everything right on dfi and and you received the award which was 2019 right in chicago when you go to yep. the service award which i thought everyone in the in the dfi community really enjoyed that that you got that recognition because uh, there is nobody that deserves it more than you for <laughs> everything that we have trying to recap. There's a lot of people I was surprised I got uh, ahead of. And it was a cool trophy, there's right? Still, there's still a cool, there's still a pretty good list of people who were, you know, in the running for getting that award. So, yeah, then I remember it's a, it's a beautiful trophy and we, you have a party in Chicago, I think with the falls from Nicholson, right? And, yeah. And I ended up going there and it was, 
was very good. And then now you are moving into something that is very exciting, right? With the new traveling network. So how, how that happened and, and what, <laughs> what are your again, plans? Again, Teresa twisted my arm. She we see some me. element here, right? <laughs> and then I'm thinking like, how do we end up sitting here? And it goes back to like, well, Teresa called us. Yeah. Yeah. Almost legit. So yes. he's looking for a couple almost exactly. legit exactly. male DJs, right? That's so yeah, so this so, so she she just told me what would be involved, and I said, "Well, let me think about it." And then called her back and said I'd do it. And, uh, had to pick some topics, so picked five topics. And Mandalay Bay here in Vegas is mm -hmm. one of them. It turns out yeah, it's, it's one of the most popular ones. So which far. Mike was kind of already making some advertisement for you. And then uh, second topic available is routing for the Corps of Engineers for like damn rock routing. Yes. I did that one in Hershey. That's really the only one I've done so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that was in September, right? At the, yeah. at the Hershey Conference, Central PA. Uh, the other topics on the list are do's and don'ts of pile load tests. <laughs> I can't remember what number four is. And number five is uh, working platforms. So the so, calculations for working platforms. And I that's the one I have the most work to do to put the presentation okay. together. And, and you are going around the country, basically giving this talk to, to different Mostly groups, it's ASCE right? sections. Mostly ASCE okay. sections. And sometimes it's, right now, I think there's probably more online ones. Because yeah, yeah, of, because uh, of, I think ASCE really Yeah, said ASCE this year said that they're keeping it like this. And I think next year they're starting. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I can't I can wait to have you you know, on the local geo in Pittsburgh, because that's going to be a very cool event. And I think Mary Ellen was planning. Yeah, you guys got to tell me what topic you Yes, yeah, we still need to pick. And, and I think Mary Ellen also wanted to present you again the trophy that you got, because it, one of the sad things of COVID is we were having, we were presenting that as the geo institute from Pittsburgh. Uh, we were going to have a little, you know, presentation with you, and it was going to be a nice meeting. I think we were having dinner even at Mary Ellen's. Home yeah, or right when it before, started, and right it was like the week before, and then all, all plans were canceled. So I'm sure eventually we'll go back into that. And then what, one more thing that actually influenced me a lot is that that we forgot to mention is that you you have contributed a lot to the EFI magazine through the years, uh, and you have put all kind of papers, <laughs> polemic papers. I mean, in reality. So okay, so that's Mary Ellen or Teresa again, or Teresa again, yeah. twisting my arm. But, but you have put. I mean, you have you have developed some some opinions, but also some based on your experience. I remember one very well about butterflies, you know, and the way that we analyze butterflies, compression, tensions, and, and, and things like that. And, I mean, those contributions are, are you know, are always there. I mean, it's, it's cool that all the all the DFI magazine editions are now all online, so you can always look back and, and use them. So, no, that's, that's really well. Thank you very much, Tom, for, for stopping by for a few minutes here and, and you know, spending time with us and telling us all about this. And I'm sure everyone is going to be very excited to see when you, you know, the, the traveling lecture on their, on their time. So, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. Good now. to see you. Nice seeing you. All right. Jules, are you ready? All right. Yes, I know. Back to back. back, to back. When is the Nicholson check coming? That was coming with me, right? Sure. Yeah. We can make a space. Are you doing it separately or together? Uh, let's do it together. Yeah. So we can, you guys can do the same that Grace and I are doing, which is just share. Uh, okay. Share yes. Yes. Nicholson hour. <laughs> we need to talk. To it can't Grace. be an hour because I have a presentation. <laughs> so don't keep me too long. All right. It all depends if we see somebody else come. 
Otherwise, we just keep going forever and ever. Well, Liz is ready to go, too. We just saw her. She said she was going to take a walk in from that. Okay. Yeah, and, and then also Mary Ellen mm -hmm. ran away because yes. we, we, we're not doing a very good job of keeping time. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. We just talk. We just, exactly. No. So, so. Well, no, well, welcome. Welcome to the show. It, it's Thank great you. to have you here. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, let's start from the beginning. Why don't the two of you tell us where you were born, you know, how you grew up and not in a very short version, but, you know, how you got involved in engineering and, uh, yeah, then how you got involved in your current jobs and eventually on the Okay. Um, well, I'll start. I'm Jules Stover. Yeah. I'm a project manager with Nicholson Construction. Um, I'm a Colorado native, so I was born and raised there. I'm huge into rock climbing and all of the things you would think that a Colorado girl would be into. Stereotypical. Camping, climbing, all that good stuff. Um, but I got into the industry back in 2007, following in my dad's footsteps. He was a geologist and worked for the state of Colorado. Did a small stint at Hayward Baker right about the time that I was in college, and I followed right in. And I worked for Hayward Baker for about six years, and then transitioned over to Nicholson. We've been there. Um, Dan is definitely part of our group. He's not part of my group. I work on our major projects, but Dan and I are tight. So, yeah. We don't. Dan was my, uh, so he was, uh, he did his master's at Purdue. Right. And I was undergrad, so he was the, the TA for my first, like, you know, so running sieves and all the other stuff and so all the cameras. So, nice. Nice. Okay. Um, so I'm Emma Mignall. I'm with Geo Instruments, um, but I'm out of Rhode Island currently, and I'm from Rhode Island because people that are born and raised in Rhode Island can't leave. Can leave? It's All a right. legal obligation that you have to stay there forever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I do have a background in geology. That was my degree. And um, I have been in this industry for about four years now. And um, I think I, I came to one of these events, you know, as directed by Geo Instruments. And then it was, so, you so know, when was that? When was the first time that it was actually uh, annual in Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim. Yeah. Saying, so was, was that 43, just... maybe? Yeah, yeah probably. 43? That, that's the one that Anne was the chair, right? Um, I, think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and it was there that I met uh, Mary Ellen, who, you know, in quick order was like, well, you are going to be involved. There's there's some great opportunities and great people, and you're going you're gonna to love it. So, um, you know, I got more involved at that point and then um, jumped in with the some of the technical committees in the last year. I think Anaheim might have been my first annual. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you. I was going to yeah, ask you. Yeah, I forgot the whole, how'd you get involved in the BFI part? It's okay. We have yeah, I, I think that actually may have been mine as Wow. Yeah. Maybe the one right before that. The audience was before, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. New Orleans was definitely there. Okay. Uh, I go way back with your, uh, with Pierre. Oh, we, yeah. We, uh, back even before he had started Geo Instruments, back when mm -hmm. I was doing field engineering, probably this is, God, it's got to be like 2002, 2003, being on scaffolding in the dark in the CBS headquarters, three levels down, <laughs> trying to mount tilt meters and other stuff because the Second Avenue subway coming through a Manhattan, yeah. we're, dr we're drilling, you know, we're trying to use hammer drills up, laying on our back on scaffolding, everything coming down in our face. Yeah, that was, so, Pierre's always been a fun guy to work with. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. They, he knows so much that it's always an experience to work with him. Absolutely. He has stories on fun stories. Um, and, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's great. So, so then you guys got involved in DFI. I mean, obviously you attend the conference, as we said, and, and you thought that it was pretty cool. Uh, but then, you know, what kind of made you think, well, 
I mean, I, I not only want to attend the conference, but I want to maybe be part of a committee and, and, and things like that. I mean, how was that process? Well, for me, I think it was very much like Emma. I met a few key people, Mary Ellen, one of them, Peggy Haggerty Duffy is another one of them. Uh, Lucky is one as well. Um, and just kind of realized there was a community for this. So it started for me with the Women in Deep Foundations Committee. And then as my career grew, I kind of specialized in building diaphragm walls. I wanted to be on the slurry wall committee. And then I started building a lot of diaphragm walls for tunneling. So then I joined the tunneling committee. And, and so it kind of expanded. Yeah, it started to expand the more experience I got. But I think that, you know, my first foray was really in with the Women in Deep Foundations because there's such a good support system there um, that I didn't really ever know or have like in my own company before. And I saw all of these other women and people kind of like doing these great things outside of their own organizations. And I wanted to do something like that for myself. So yeah. um, I latched onto a few of them and asked a lot of questions and just started getting involved. Now I'm more involved, <laughs> more involved than I've ever yeah. been before. You, you, you make it fairly easy to get involved. You get voluntold all yeah. of a sudden. You're <laughs> from volunteering to voluntold. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how was for you? Yeah, it was, it was really, you know, along the same lines that um, once I got involved with the Women in Deep Foundations, they are so invested in helping you grow professionally um, that they're like, oh, you know, let's, let's talk to these people. Let's talk to those people. Let's this committee might be a great fit for you. And yeah. I think you could do good things. And, um, you know, we were lucky to have the um, sustainability committee come in and talk to us one meeting. And I was, you know, passionate about that personally. So I started um, with that committee um, recently. And, um, you know, so it's it's only growing. I'm only in three now, but it's like only Pokemon. Yeah. Like, do you have to catch them it's all? Like Is that possible? Yeah, it's like Pokemon. It's like a Pokemon thing. Yeah. Catch them all, yeah. yeah. BFI Pokemon. Uh, yeah, right. I don't so, want to be in all of them. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. We'll see. No, yeah. well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, the enthusiasm, though, right? Yes. As yes. I've, you know, become more involved in EFI than I've definitely seen this. Yeah. It's not just people volunteering to be on a committee so that they can write somewhere on their LinkedIn page that they're a member. Yeah, of it, the yes. it's, it's more like people that want to want be involved to, to make yeah. the industry. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy how passionate everyone is. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't walk into a room and find someone that has no opinion. It's just sitting there. They all have you yeah. know plans and ideas and yeah. yeah something to contribute yeah definitely Absolutely. so so tell us more about the women in deep foundation committee and and what, what cool things are going on uh well you know with even you know with, without being able to meet in person for a while uh there was so much activity in the group which is really great um we've started a mentoring system within the committee itself um, which we call pod mentoring because instead of being one-on-one -on -one, we have you know maybe four or five people in a group um, so it's actually taking someone that's starting their career and then, you know, someone in, in each maybe section of their career above it up to someone who's been maybe 25 years in the industry. So right. you can, you know, get advice from someone who's been through it all and maybe they can get advice the other way. So it's right. really nice yeah. to, to have that system in place. And that's started um, earlier this summer. Uh, we've also been focusing on promoting our members within the group. So just getting to know uh, a little bit more in depth, one member each meeting. So we know Oh, that's them. a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Just, very cool. No, yeah. Very it's good to know people that way. It's been, mm -hmm. it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely great. Um, and then also just also recognizing women in, in engineering, women in the industry, uh, not in the committee, but that have come before us and their contributions. So that's been a fun uh, theme that uh, Lucky has been going through with some of the meetings. So yeah, no, that's yeah. that's that's pretty cool what what are the, the like the main challenges or you know obstacles in some respect that you guys have identified uh, and i think one of the topics that has been 
for a while discussed is, is the retention, you know, like retention of, of, of women in our industry, just because as let's say as their career evolved, um, they may, some may just move more into management and maybe don't still get connected. And, and obviously, you know, some maybe once they start having a family or, or something like that, they don't have the time. So I don't know, I mean, it, what have you guys seen that it's something that probably it's, it's, it's important to identify and start trying to, you know, to improve and provide more tools and provide more opportunities. So to the retention thing, I mean, the retention thing is a, is a big issue. And um, I think more than anything what the Women in Deep Foundations has done, at least industry right, right now, is given a support system for all of the women that participate in DFI. And I think what is really, really cool um, is that all of these members within DFI who are part of this group are now taking these ideas and these concepts and then taking them back to their own companies, right? And so what really helps retention is not feeling like you're alone, right? Right. Because the the isolation feeling for a woman, you know, we're one of the few most of the time, like not feeling like you have anybody to talk to or any kind of like people to, yeah, I've been through that kind of thing. It is drives sometimes this like fall off. So the fact that these women who are engaged in DFI have then gone back to their own companies and started these same types of programs to support their own female employees. You know, our Ridfly group is, you know, maybe 40 members, but those 40 members work in companies of however many different employees. And you might have one woman who participates in DFI as as a single person and then go back to your own firm and then you just touch 30 more women yeah, 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 right, right? Yeah, and, and we can spread these factor, ideas yeah. of support and um the way that we're trying to advance career development opportunities and share skill building opportunities you know even to like operate in the world we currently live in or hopefully change that world for the better in the future right so here's some things that we can all learn from so i think that that's one thing that the women in deep foundations group has has really succeeded on it's just proliferating these messages into private companies that's already yeah (laughs) exactly so i mean that's that's really good stuff yeah i mean i you know my career some of the best engineers I've, I've had worked for, and they were tough and outside the box. And they were, on, you know, construction sites are not always the easiest. Like, I mean, no, yeah, you, and, and, you, could yeah. A, you could be a guy in a construction site, and depending on where you're at. I mean, maybe in New York's different than Georgia, or you know, just people's temperaments. And you know, even just where you're at in your yeah. career, you know, young, even, young I mean, men when you're coming right, out of yeah. school, you know, yeah. kind they of being a low man on the Yes, correct. It's all just yeah. correct. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I was on the, on the committee yesterday on the committee meeting and, and I, I hear some great ideas of what is going on in terms of the initiatives that you're having. And, and one that I, that I really like, uh, I mean, it sounds like a small thing, but I think it's great because it's the recognition is the, you know, like the PPE and saying that just because, you know, you give a, a women a small size PPE, that doesn't mean that it fits. Right. I mean, it is, there has to be, you know, it has to be some recognition of that and like, well, it's, it's not the same, right? And, and it has to be some value on that. And I, and I say it's a little thing because, yeah, we're just talking about like some PPA, but I think it means a lot. It's not a little thing, though. It is not. It's not. It's not. I mean, to keep us safe. It, it, it could be seen initially as a little thing, but I think it has a lot of weight and it has a lot of relevance. So, yeah, yeah. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, it's one of my hot button issues because as a woman who spends most of my time in the field, you know, having things that don't fit is a safety issue. 
So yes. you're giving me a safety garment that is actually contributing to an unsafe situation right. when it doesn't fit properly. Right. Um, so this, the steps that our group is making with ADSC, the Women in Construction Roundtable with ADSC is doing amazing things to move this forward. And we actually are in talks with uh, manufacturers to like actually redesign a woman's line of PPE. Yeah. Just because you stick an elastic band on the back of something too big for us doesn't right. mean that that's, you know, Safe, but, but it's, it's or, also it's yeah, also looks good. Like maybe what's the side of that? No, but I, but okay. So <laughs> and, and that's that's the part that oh I'm going God, to. Oh my God! I would rip that elastic band off and choke someone. With it. I mean, I, I know you say safety always is the most important thing, but I I also think that it's you know the, the looking good. I mean, it's like what you know college football players say or, or basketball players is like you know looking good makes you play better. You know, you what look saying? good, you feel you, good. Exactly, you need good. to feel yeah. good, and I think in some respect to be. Even a little disrespectful that it's like you're just giving a safety vest that is like okay it's a this. credibility thing too because yeah. when yes. something fits you properly you look, look like, like you belong there, there. Exactly. when you hand a young woman a vest that's like hey this is all we got it's a medium but it looks like she's borrowing her big brother's yes. safety vest exactly. yeah. it's exactly. harder for them for the other people on the crew men women others to just look at her and be like you belong here you and, 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 it's, it's, it's a disadvantage and it's the message of you know like I think when he borrow, like when he's giving like that, it's more like you adapt to this, right? I mean, in like this. We don't is have the anything else because adapt. we didn't think about exactly. the fact so, that we would be hiring people that aren't this prototype. Exactly. Right? Right. So no, I think that that's a pretty cool initiative. But tell us more about other initiatives. I mean, you, you talk about the mentoring part, and, and is there anything else that you want to share that you guys are working on? Um, I think you know the professional development grants are something that's yes, that's, that's always great that, yeah. to you know have of course you know last night or i'm not remembering how long i've been here um but when we had the networking <laughs> event having that that event where we can recognize those those women that have got that professional development grants and they were able so to how many how many professional grants yeah. were given yes i mean i know the answer but i just wanted yeah. to say it. i believe we had three that went out yesterday i i think so but then we also have mm -hmm. the ones from last year last year yeah so it, yeah, it's definitely great to be able to be in person and to you know to interact with the people that got those grants. Yes, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, thank you very much for, yeah, for coming and for spending some us. time some time with us. I think it was very great conversations and, and, and keep up the good work yeah, you guys are doing. Phenomenal. I, I think I'm gonna feel bad tonight when when I go to it thinking that each one of you are like in three committees and I'm only on one committee. <laughs> you know, and so but yeah. yeah. Step it up. Yeah, exactly. I need to clearly step it up. But no, but yeah, it's, stop, it's, stop wasting your time. Here. Yes, exactly. Doing? Stop doing this almost legit thing almost and do a, a proper right. thing that is <laughs> that is benefit. So now, thank you very much for coming and and I mean, obviously, we'll see you around the conference and keep doing what you're doing. This All is right. benefit. So. Thank you, thank you right. so much. Bye. Liz, are you ready for us? Yeah. Well, I, I think the question is more if we are ready for you, because yeah, well. this is about to get good. Oh, look at these fancy microphones. That's it. No, this is a legit operation. It is. Well, wow. it's, yeah. we keep saying that it, it's so good that it's almost legit. It looks almost legit. It's so good that it looks almost. They work? Well, no, it looks wet. Oh, that's it's, true. It's looking so good that's all, that it it's is. almost legit. Well, no, we were almost, we had three microphones. Um, so like we're all, now we're only down to two microphones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah, true. That's, that's true. true. Before we have three microphones, we lost one. So. Yeah. What happened to the other one? Uh, we don't know. It, it we was probably Fate's way of telling me I shouldn't be here with a microphone. <laughs> right? so it just it didn't want to work, so now I'm sharing Sebastian. Exactly. Ah. But we are so, so close. That it's not a problem. That's yours. And it is right in the middle. Of
outside a little bit. Oh, is somebody watching? I think we have two million people watching. We have, yeah, we have two million viewers yes. right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh they, my they, God. they keep, they keep getting us the back. Yeah. I didn't check my mail. Well, the resolution of our camera is not even that good. So you're good. Oh, okay. You, go. you do you. I'll just sit here and. All right, let's. So I guess let's let's Thank let's get it started. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Sorry, we're running a little late. We've been we've been pretty much since our first cast off on time all day, so we apologize. Well, that's okay. Yes. I went and watched the funny videos that the FHWA is showing. Oh, there you go. Well, Mary Ellen <laughs> ran away. She we we. Mary Ellen ran away from you. Well, she ran away because we were. We I think our time management has not. Time been management. There you go. Yes. So. Oh well. Basically, like we just keep talking until we see somebody is waiting for us and then we do the switch so, oh oh, I mean, can oh you imagine when we're done with this today how many emails we're gonna have from <laughs> ash in australia like what are you guys doing here? Yes, right That's exactly so, so but what anyway, are we doing here so yeah let's let's out. start so we're hanging out and we are i guess we're talking about different people that are you know giving us different faces of vfi you're right? talking about different people uh, that's really not nice well, well actually well, the only one we're still talking about is how mike mcgettigan still has a lot yes of he's the only one that we keep talking, talking about okay yeah. we're talking right. with different people yes <laughs> so yes so i was like oh mike mcgettigan he used to work for us yes 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 yep. he did mention that yeah and he actually thanked yeah you know thank you and yeah, say that yeah. you guys sponsor all the he business was, development he thanked me for nodding my head positively and not nodding it <laughs> <laughs> So, but I guess let's go back organized. Let's try to keep this oh, in, a, in a trail. You're trying so, to stay focused? Focus. Yes, that's the word. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think the way that we have been started is, I mean, obviously everyone in the world know who you are, but we have to do it with every single guest. So tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you were born and, and how you started, uh, how, you know, how you end up in, in engineering or how you end up in geotech and, and how your career evolved. And then at the end, how you end up being involved in DFI. Oh gosh, can I just tell them to read the the article that's in the Geostrata? I know, I know. Yeah. You, you have, yes, yes, we yes, yes. We can skip all of that notes, and move forward. Notes, so yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. And, and you have been doing presentations. The March-April issue of Geostrata magazine. Well, and actually now, now you can have a video because they start. Remember IFCE? We did those GeoPit talks, right? Oh. And, and they start coming into YouTube now. Did they? So, they recorded my pit. They talk? recorded. They recorded all, and I think my pit talk. Yes, mine was. Yes, so mine oh I think God. came out yesterday, and I think they're putting that one. That was a week. hard pit talk. That was really. But hard. I, I think you did a really good job. I mean, you really make us the rest I, of I us look very well. So. I was sitting on the stage like this, and then I went, "Wait, why am I sitting? I, I can own this." And I sat up straight. It's like partway through, I realized I just kind of because it, it, it was hard to talk about. But yes, and I, I, if something's hard to talk about. You kind of want to crunch into yourself and like, I, okay, they're thankfully they're mostly my friends in the room, and I'm telling the story. But it was, I mean, it was very, I don't know, if personal is the right word because it sounds weird, but it was personal it, in the sense that it, it was very personal. You completely open and you share your story, right? Yeah. And, and you say this is what it is for good and for bad. You know, you're not this trying. This is what to, happened. Yes, exactly. And this is how I dealt with it. And Correct. You can't, you know, we had this discussion at the Women Deep Foundation meeting. Mm -hmm. um, is that just yesterday? It was yesterday. Oh my it gosh. seems that everyone is losing track of time. Today's Wednesday. Because when you go into a hotel and you never leave. 
Yes, that's true. You and you never know if it's day or night. Day or, or, yeah. night or, and when you drink a lot, it doesn't help. Like, in well, my case, but yeah, that's yeah. beyond the point. Well, well, well they in didn't... fairness, most hotels that we go into for these sorts of things don't have roulette tables right down the hall. So, I mean, it's, you know, you'll be all right. Yeah. You'll yeah. survive. Um, what were we talking about? No, we were talking about your GOP <laughs> talk because it was good. And, and it was very, it was there are a couple of moments that I remember. I mean, obviously, when you're wearing through what makes you a badass person, right? And, and, that was and, the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the end, I think it was good. Uh, I think you were getting close to the end. And then the person that was working the, the IT gave you like a, they were very specific when they contact us for the GOP, right? And they said, you only have 12 minutes and you cannot extend more than 12 minutes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not done yet. Yes, yeah, so the, the person came, the what? person came very like careful and he was saying like two more minutes and then Liz have the paper and like, dude, I have like three pages here. So it's not going to happen in two minutes. So you, you right. better chill out, man. Yeah. Keep recording. I'm yeah. not done talking about this. This is hard enough to talk about. Yes, exactly. So go sit down. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it was... I mean, obviously, it's coming on YouTube, and I'm sure Brad is going to be super happy that we're talking about because yeah. even though we're in DFI, we're doing a lot of good publicity on, <laughs> for ESC and Geo Institute. Yes, and you can find all my Geo Institute traveling lectures on YouTube as exactly. well. Exactly. And then we also have to travel. I mean, I, I, absolutely, I absolutely encourage people, uh, if they're, I don't think anyone in the world is not familiar with you, but if they are not, they can literally just go to YouTube, type your name, and, and there is a lot of great content that, that has been coming in the last year, I would say. Yeah, so, it's like, yeah. well, I, I don't know, all of a sudden, kind of weird. It, I, know, I think it's part of the pandemic too, that is, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, there is so many people, great people like you that have the time, right? And, and then there is- I don't this... have the time. No, I, you <laughs> don't have the time. We believe you have the time, but- You're definitely touching on something there though, right? Which, yeah, which people is- People travel less in general. People travel and, less. And it's easy to do these right? things because you can connect from home. Right. right, I mean, you are not traveling, you are home. Right, right. And if somebody say, hey, can you connect at 6 p.m.? Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look very bad if you say no. You know, I mean, like, yeah, sure, I'll connect. And and yeah. and, and we can record something. Oh, and... Brad's been harassing me about doing another oh, really? GI presentation. And I'm like, dude, I gave four last month. Wow. I'm giving a couple more this month. And I'm giving, look, my eyes start to twitch. <laughs> Brad, it's your fault. <laughs> yes, we're blaming Brad for all kind of psychological. Okay, so now here. we're talking about Mike and Brad. Okay, so we got two uh, okay. people we're still talking about. But we love DFI. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we came to start and I see. I'm sure Brad is like, this is awesome. I'm not even paying these guys. Yeah. So, but, but no, you know I, that both of us are not for profit anyways. So. Uh, we, we are for profit here. We're getting paid big dollars here. Yeah, this and, is and, a legit. I meant DFI. Is not. Um, no, we're not no, if you're having guests like you on, we'll renegotiate. Yes, all. we are <laughs> absolutely in the pronunciation. Our street cred's gone up considerably. Yes. Exactly, right. exactly. Our time management. We're having here a draft with Chris about how we are going to approach the reason, and we want an increase. So, yeah. what else did you want to talk about? Well, let's talk. I'm not going to tell you about. I was you born. You're not telling me anything. So. <laughs> let's let, let's talk about. Okay, let's talk about something interesting. Let's talk about DFI since they're sponsoring all this, and Jessica is saying DFI. How did DFI, I get involved so. in DFI? How you got involved? Yeah. I, it's gonna be the same story. Teresa contacted me and no, said, "Do you want to involve?" No, it was because there was a meeting somewhere, and I wanted to go. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. So I think I volunteered for a committee. And I, said, I am the super. I need nerd to be on, on this committee. Actually, the first presentation I ever gave for DFI was when I was on my KCI icon project. What in, city? Do you Kansas, city. Kansas City. This city, was okay. in Kansas City, and. Um, we wrote a paper about the the test pile program that we did, mm -hmm. and um, it was really funny because 
I was second on the agenda and Dan Brown talked first and he entered, he mentioned the construction team, but he gave the wrong contractors. And I said, I'm really happy to say that I can correct Dan Brown. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's quite that a statement. Yeah. Very yes. And I will right now. <laughs> it was funny. No, that was, so that was the first. The, so the so first you'd really time. start like presenting before being involved on Actually, things, right? before that, when I was in San Diego and we left San Diego in 2002, there was a conference in San Diego. I was supposed to be the local conference chair. Okay. Oh, okay. And I was like, uh, sorry, I'm moving. And we moved to Texas. And so, yeah, that, that All right. Work. All right. But yeah, but DFI has been great. I mean, I have a lot of friends in DFI and I love our women in the foundations yes. group. Um, I, 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 you see, I, I got mine on. You they, I have to get one, I guess. Uh, I got right. one, but I left you're, it at home. Shame. Your, your, lack, shame. your lack of sparkles. Your lack of bling. Oh, speaks I had one at home. I just forgot. The I know. Ones. You know, I, and I bought probably at least four of them. And I, so. I just keep I, it in my backpack. I, I, thought, one was, really no, I thought one was lost. And then I found it. So I put it in my bag. Yep. And then the last meeting I had two. And then somebody said, I forgot mine. And I went, I happen to have an extra one. There you go. I think it was lucky. Did I give you that lanyard last year? It's yeah, that one. I all right, lucky. all right. <laughs> I was like, I you, gave could, that. Could to... you go ahead and, and, and mail one to Sebastian yeah. because he doesn't she, have She's one. like, I have it right here. Yes. Oh, there you go. All right, excellent. This is my payment for three hours of interviews from DFI. So. That's it. So, you know, um, you heard in our nobody leverage. in my family, so my parents, Thank neither you, of my parents went to college. Okay. Okay. Um, they were both immigrants. Oh, really? Where were they? From where? My mom was German. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I guess she still is. She's a <laughs> naturalized American. Got it. My dad was born in Brooklyn and... Um, but his family was Italian. Okay. From Sicily. Got it. Okay. And my grandmother died when my dad was four. Oh. And right. so he was sent back to Sicily and he lived with his grandmother and her other children. So he was 12 when they finally, when my grandfather saved enough money to have my dad come back. Yeah. Got it. Of course, by that time he was remarried and had four more kids. But <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Um, and they put my dad in first grade because he didn't speak English. Okay. So both of my parents um, were not English speakers, first language. Mm -hmm. And, but at the end of World War II, so, I mean, they met in Germany in World War II. Yeah. And it wasn't very popular after World War II to be German or Italian. Yeah. yeah I can, you know, that kind of fascist that. block, you know, yep. the axis of evil. Yes. Um, so, um, I growing up, yeah, okay, sure. The, they're gonna start, no playing. the band's gonna start playing soon. Oh, yeah, we um, can keep talking just louder. Yeah, <laughs> so you were so, saying, so we didn't grow up speaking grade. either language except for English, okay, ah, which okay. is disappointing, okay, to say that. I mean, you know, think about it, I could have been fluent in German and Italian 
except yes. my dad didn't speak German and my mom didn't speak Italian. Right. Yeah. So they had to speak English to talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can appreciate that though. My, my grandfather was born in Ireland and came on and I've actually been but able they to speak English. Well, yeah, but yeah, of a sort. No, they speak well. Not no, not get not Gaelic. Right. right. So, so what I'm I, that's I've what gained, I said of a sort. Yes. Yeah, well, that's not even of a sort of English. If you, but they uh, right. So I've been able to gain Irish citizenship through my through really, my grandfather. Great. Oh, so see, I, I've been I, working on doing that. So it's I hold just... two citizenships, but now I'm like working backwards, trying to learn Gaelic at the age of you know 45, and I'm like, well, you know, it's 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 not that easy, you know. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's funny because I've forgotten more German. Right. You know, because um, my grandmother lived with us right. when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. um, but my mom, so, you know, you, you ask, how do you become an engineer? And so neither of my parents went to college. Right. And my dad was career force. I'm the youngest of six kids. So my right. mom was a mom. Yep. You know, but her whole thing, she's being German. She always wanted to be, she had to do everything efficiently. So she tried to come up with the most efficient ways to, I mean, it's total German, right? Do the laundry yes. and get the laundry <laughs> yeah, hung optimize. up. And, you know, and she had a very efficient system growing up. Monday, she did laundry. Tuesday, she did it. And Wednesday, she absolutely had, she was a choir director. She had choir practice. So we always had pasta on Wednesday and, you know, fish on Friday. And, you know, it was always mm -hmm. very absolutely regimented and stuff. But um so when I was in, in, we called it junior high back then, mm -hmm. junior high, I tried taking art for an elective. How did that? If I had, could draw straight lines, I was good. But, you know, the paper mache stuff was kind of fun. Yeah. But um, no, I'm not super artistic. Um, so then I took home ec and I realized my mom already taught me how to do all this stuff. Right. And the teacher really... I don't know how old she is, but I think I know all of this. And, and then Better some. than her. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Got it. So, um, so my third year, I took shop. Oh, okay. okay. And I was the only girl in shop. Now, this was in the 70s. So girls didn't take shop. Right. And um, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And we had to learn drafting. Mm, and then we had to do isometric drawings yeah, and stuff like that. And my drawings. my shop teacher said, "You need to be an engineer." I had never heard the word engineer yep. because I thought, "Well, I'm going to have to be a doctor or a lawyer." Oh, okay. If I wanted to be a professional, right? And he's the first person who said, "You need to be an engineer." Got it. And so I was like, "Okay, I'll do that." And then. Um, I knew I wanted to go to Virginia Tech because I grew up in Virginia. God, you guys get in there, man. Virginia Tech. Okay. Very biased, this guy. Oh, Virginia Tech. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. It's okay. It's an okay school. I like it. It's fantastic. <laughs> no, it, it's a great school. It's a great and school. Did, if you watched the game out. against Notre Dame last week, it was awesome. Well, uh, I hear the yeah. game, the game against Pitt this weekend is going to be better. seconds, so. it was phenomenal. Like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, but no, go ahead. Sorry. I um, interrupted. So anyway, he said engineering to me. And so I went ahead through high school and, you know, took the science and the math and the da, 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 all this. Sure. And I applied to Virginia Tech um, early decision and um, got accepted. I didn't apply anywhere else. I only applied okay. to tech because I was like, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to go to tech. There you go. 
Wow. And I thought I wanted to be a nuclear engineer. Right. So at this point, it's 1981. How close was this to Three Mile Island? <laughs> From Virginia? No, I'm saying like, oh, you know, nuclear I, engineer. I don't yeah. remember. Anyway, um, so now you got me all goofed up again. <laughs> so I, I, I went to um, Virginia Tech as a junior in high school, I think. They had, they had some program. I don't even know how I got picked for this. Right. But it was through the agricultural engineering, right? Oh, ah, okay. So we had like a weekend or a couple of days on campus. I don't remember how I even got there. Um, but we got to campus and we stayed at some professor's house and there were two girls staying in this professor's house and um, and we spent the weekend and they toured us around and I had never seen a pig up close. <laughs> so they took us out to the dairy barns and I look at I'm like, I, I just went, it looks like it's wearing high heels. <laughs> Because their little feet look like and now and now you're an engineer. No, and they were like, Yeah, she's not gonna be an Aggie. <laughs> so I I I wanted to be a nuclear engineer, and then I realized you needed like more of that chemistry and got it. So I decided civil was for me. Okay. And I got really lucky I co-opted with the Corps of Engineers and focused on geotech somehow or another okay right. so that that exposed you to geotech that yes. was like the first time you saw geotech yep yep and so that's how i ended up in geotech and i stayed i was the only woman in my graduate class so they mm -hmm. title nine was very good to me they gave me uh, money to continue on and get my master's degree awesome no that that's that's a great story and then i mean i think after that it's the one that we have with Geostrata, right? I mean, people can go, and then all with Geostrata, with the IFC, the GOP talk, and everyone can go and, and watch it. I think we're running out of time, oh, unfortunately. That's too bad. Uh, yes. Uh, do you have time tomorrow that we can continue this? Sure. So, I mean, why don't we stop here for today? Uh, and then tomorrow we can resume here, which is basically when you so finish college. So we can talk college. about mentoring. Or and then we can talk about talk all the great about, things yep. about mentoring, because I mean, definitely that's something that, that, that we want to explore with you, because you, I think right. you represent a lot in the industry on, on mentoring and, and a role model for many people. Yeah, well, you know. I didn't really have any female mentors. Yes, and, and, and that's yeah. something that you that you mentioned before. And, and I mean, obviously, we learned from, you know, I guess. But I had some others. good mentors anyway. Yes, you know? I'm sure. Yeah, because you, you can find mentors, you know. Well, and they, none in of different them were formal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, not like a professional mentor in a company, but maybe people that you learn. So, I mean, it would be awesome right. to talk about colleagues and friends. Yes, and, and, and people that influence you in the industry. And, and, and definitely, we can go also into like the DFI part and, and, and how everything you are doing now, it's, it's helping on that, you know, and, and, and oh, what, yeah. you, what you represent uh, for DFI and, you know, and, and, and for the new generation that is coming and seeing you, yeah. right? And, and, and thinking it is, I mean, it is possible and it's not a dream of yeah, in 20 years, 30 years, it's more like it is here today and you are the example of that and there are other examples. So I think it's important that we that yeah. we do that tomorrow. So Absolutely. let's just cut it for today yep. and, and then we can we can start tomorrow. You like that? Is What's that is that cool, Jessica? All right. Okay. Excellent. Cool. See Thank you tomorrow. You. Thank See you, so you tomorrow. Yes, okay. absolutely. All oh, right. we will be all dressed up, right? Because it's right before the awards. awards so yeah. it's gonna make us oh, look even yes. better. 
More yes. legit, man. More legit. More legit. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Excellent. Sounds great. Thank you. Did we talk too much and everybody else left? No, no. The problem is, is that they're going to have to start the band playing here. Oh. Yeah. So then the noise. And then we're done.